0: Don't you
1: forget about me. I would love you to sing again. That'd no, be great. I don't think we should sing anymore. No. Okay. Well, not we, you. Me. Just me. Okay.
0: So, we're we doing episode eight then. Yep.
1: Wait, is that the start? Yeah, that's the start. Okay, we're two doing episode eight. Yeah.
0: I came in softly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd just warm you I hate you the way you look into you're
1: looking in my eyes when you say stuff like that. It's really un- unsettling. It's called passion. Episode eight, with our, our theme...
0: Uh, movies you, capital letters,
1: really capital should have letters. seen by now. I'm glad you appreciated my capital letters. Movies you really should have seen by now. That's the way to say it. Which there's a lot of movies like that out there. It's an endless list. And how often do one? you say to someone, oh, have you seen this movie? And they say, oh no, I've never seen that. And you're like, what? I have that
0: conversation constantly. You do? Yeah. Which
1: brings us to our guest. Yes, of course.
0: <laughs> our special guest.
1: Our special guest. Feel free to introduce yourself, special guest. I'm Nat. Nat. And you are Mark's wife? I am. Uh, and the mother of your two wonderful children who've just gone to bed. Wow! Well, yes, let's well, take it easy. No, <laughs> and this is the source of most of your conversations. Absolutely. Not. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, what happened in your childhood? Were you outside enjoying the sun and shine and the the rainbows and
2: Yes, and I had a very Disney upbringing.
1: Ah. And
2: being the oldest of three kids, as opposed to the youngest. Yes. That Mark is. I was the the influence, so I had the children's movies and wasn't exposed to a whole lot more.
1: That's true. So. You do as the oldest probably have the control. Mm-hmm. I, I am yep. the same, the oldest. You do have the control over the viewing habits. Yes. Whereas you probably were like, you have to watch. I was subjected watching, to yeah. things, yeah. <laughs> Which in some ways <laughs> right. is probably, you know. I, I think it's um, the way to be. That's how I feel with my sisters, that I gave them, they they wouldn't have seen anything good if I hadn't influenced them. Yeah. So you saved them. Yeah, ways, that's right. You love forcing people to watch yeah. movies. Uh, it's one of my favourite things to do is force people to watch things they haven't seen. I get very animated and stuff uh, when people talk. They go, I haven't seen that movie. The Princess Bride, as we've discussed in previous episodes. We had episodes,
0: vigorous discussions
1: about Which I'm that. going to find a way to shoehorn into an episode. <laughs> well, well it's that would just be
2: another one now that I haven't see? seen. So there like, you go. How have
1: you not seen <laughs> The Princess Bride? That blows my mind. But as we discussed, it's, not, well, it's probably not one of these that under, falls under this topic. Uh, the three movies that did fall into the stop Well no wait, we should also ask Nat the question we always ask. What's your favourite movie? Given that your favourite movies are always rotating. Yes. What's one that features consistently in the top three?
2: And it'd have to be the sound of music.
1: The sound of music. It's
2: gotta be like I could watch that.
1: I haven't seen it in years. It's a great film though.
2: It is, oh, and that was my childhood obsession. Don't
1: like it. I don't know; we'd call
0: it karaoke. Have
2: you seen it? It's pretty. Have I you se- have seen it? <laughs> have you seen it
0: all? I have seen it all. All three I, hours I'm of it. I'm
2: also a big fan of musicals. Yes, right. which
0: Mike is not. I cannot stand musicals. <laughs> which, stay tuned. For which is yeah, which one. is interesting because we are doing a musicals <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah, we'll see how, you, see how cheery you are on that one. It's a particular type of musical, though. Like if you've got dialogue, say it. Don't sing it. Um, I'm looking at you, Les Miserables. <laughs> no, that's
1: a great film as well. <laughs> but they <laughs> do sing everything. Yeah, they do sing everything in that. Yeah. No, but the sound of music has dialogue, and yeah, it does. No, it just it's just goes for hours. It is a long, very long film. Uh, what's a movie that you hate that constantly appears? You know, in your bottom three, probably something I watched a lot.
2: Probably, I'm really not a fan of the stupid comedy. I can't think oh, of anything. Like, yeah, sort um, of.
1: Like you did. Snatch. D- Snatch. Yeah. Snatch. Snatch was the film that I was thinking of yeah. that you hate. Yeah. And I love. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah, cool. Wow. I'm thinking of stupid comedy. I'm thinking like a
0: Seth Rogen thing. Like, like a, a or Super like Troopers. A- we were talking about yeah. Super Troopers today at work and I'm thinking, yeah, you don't
1: really like that.
2: No, it's not is my it? thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it,
1: their own. That's the beauty of our show. That's why we ask everyone those questions because everyone is, you know, different. Everyone's
0: entitled to their own opinion even when it's wrong. <laughs> even when they're wrong.
1: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Let us jump in our movie time machine and travel to 1986 to, to see the first movie that you really should have seen, and that's Stand By Me. Now, had you seen this prior to the show? No. Really? See, no. I think this is a great film.
2: I have seen the female equivalent equivalent now and then.
1: Ah, that's a good mm-hmm. call. Now and then, yeah. I never even tied yeah. those two together.
2: Yeah, and that was a favourite growing up, I Stand think, By Me, no.
1: I think I saw that a few times Back in the old five-weeklies-for-five-dollar period of my oh, life. Wow. Um, Where my sister got Rock the voe. Rock got Yeah, I got two. I think my <laughs> sisters got one each and Dad got one. That was how we made up the five. And I think now and then was probably a pretty heavy choice yeah. for my uh, two sisters. One of them would have definitely chose that a few times. Yeah. Um, 1986, Stand By Me, directed by Rob Reiner who, as you know, has done some awesome, awesome films. He's a bit of an good actor list. as well. Yeah, he's got a good list. Yeah, he was uh, the most recently the dad in The Wolf of Wall Street. He's played Leo's dad in that. Movies he's done, uh, Misery, When Harry Met Sally, Rumour Has It, This Is Spinal Tap. He's got some pretty good uh, credits under his belt and not to forget The Princess Bride. <laughs> it's probably his greatest movie he's ever made. Um, obviously, the Stand by Me is based off a Stephen King novel, um,
0: which I didn't know until the end. Oh, didn't you? At the credits, so it's like based on a Stephen King novel. Oh, I, like, I would not pick that. No. Yeah, there's
1: no weird supernatural.
0: Uh, yeah, because we almost got a theme within a theme as well. Because obviously, we're doing The Shining. Yeah, yeah, um, true. Yeah, we which based that on well. Stephen King. Yeah.
1: Um. Obviously, two writers bought on to write the uh, the screenplay. Um, and they their credits had included Cuffs, which was that 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 dog. Christian Slater, uh, no, uh, James Belushi. Uh, Cutthroat Island, which is an awesomely underrated uh, Gina Davis pirate movie. Mr. Brooks and Starman. So, And those two writers have worked together on everything together. The runtime was an hour and 29 minutes, which I think is great for a film like this. Stars, you've got some awesome stars in this one, but they're very young. They're all, they're all probably around 13, 14, except uh, River Phoenix, I think, was 17. He was 16 or 17 at the time of the filming. So you got Will Wheaton, River Phoenix, Corey Feldman, Jerry O'Connell, and Keith Sutherland. Um, the plot. What would you what would you take a run? How, how the would plot? I
0: sum up the Pretty plot? plot. It's a group of four friends that are on a mission to find a body of a missing kid up the other end of the train tracks. Yep. Uh, and along the way, they they bond and discover and all sorts of things about themselves. Is that about it? Yeah, that's it. It's sort of a coming of age. Yeah. All four
1: boys have their own little problems and dramas they're dealing with in life. Really? Um, some stuff quite easily relatable to, you know, older yeah. brother that picks on you or, uh, you know, your dad, the, our main character, Gordy, his be older brother had passed away and he was yeah. his family wasn't dealing well with that. Uh, you got Corey Feldman's character, Teddy, who's just from a crappy family where his dad left and his mum's- His dad's a loony. His dad's a loony as he gets picked on. Uh Chris is obviously part of a bad family just trying to get out of the shadow of his that's River Phoenix's character, Chris, yeah. just trying to get out of the shadow of his stupid idiot. The, the prime family brothers. name like, yeah. has connotations. Yeah. And then you've got Vern, who's not really like I don't think he has anything really. He's just bad the awkward fat kid, isn't yeah. he? That's my third note, Fat Jerry O'Connell, which yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think's <it's> great. Because <laughs> you look at him now and he's like ripped. Like he's talking he to fat do. guys <laughs> everywhere. I, I, I loved him. He's like our mascot. We love Fat Jerry O'Connell <laughs> in this. He's so good. He's just like Plays the dweeb so bad. Uh, That's the job of it. As usual, I've noted a few little um, IMDB trivias. Keith Sutherland picked on all the younger kids during the filming of this movie. He legitimately Mm. picked on them. To keep them like. Keep them in line. Mm. Yeah. Like
2: method acting. Yeah, to a degree. (laughs) So that
1: when they acted with him, they were kind of like, we don't like you. You're a dick. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, that's what gives away for me Stephen King novel is it's set in 1959 in Oregon in a town of 281 people. Every Stephen King novel is a small <laughs> town, usually Dairy, Maine or the, whatever. That's the template he yeah. gets out when he starts yeah, a novel. <laughs> so where am I going to set this story? Uh-huh, what year? 1959. Yeah. <laughs> what happens? There's a werewolf. You know, like, <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, I, I One thing I'll talk about at the start of the movie is Richard Dreyfus doing the narration as we learn he's an older... Gaudy, and he's telling the story of that mm. summer and the, the, this this trip they made. Normally, I hate narration as a device in a film. I was thinking oh. about
0: you watching it. I actually really you- like it. See,
1: I don't, so I don't. When a movie does it really lazily, but yeah. this movie does it to effect perfectly. Mm. It's very sparingly used, and when it is, yeah. it's kind of poignant. It's not mm. lazy. Yeah. It's not doing yeah. it for exposition. It's doing it to round out a character. Yeah.
2: I like it because it sort of gives the movie a purpose. Like if you think of Titanic, which everyone goes, oh, why would you watch that? You know the ending. But with the narration, it gives it a different kind of yeah, – it Titanic's, gives it a purpose.
1: That's a p- perfect example of narration yeah. that is purposeful. Yeah. There's nothing – like I don't need as much as – I don't want to give Star Wars a bad name. I don't need a big <laughs> scrolling thing at the start. Like you should be able to do <laughs> that as a filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like five paragraphs about something I'll never seen that happened off camera. Uh, yeah, I really don't need that. Um, so you,
0: what you're telling me is you don't want the filmmaker to make up your mind for you. You want to make your own decisions. Yes, it's
1: shocking, mm. um, but I like being helped along the way, which and is why I like the Richard Dreyfus, not all, just his voice. But all his. Morgan Freeman narrations get a pass. Of, of course, course. Mm-hmm. complete pass. <laughs> the Penguins. I only care about penguins because of Morgan Freeman. <laughs> uh, pretty straightforward story uh, plot-wise. It's one of those classic kid adventures. I think that's why it fell into our category of movies. Mainly, and you hadn't yep. seen it as well. No, but I hadn't seen it. it's a great coming of age story, and I think it's one of those ones that whether it be kids now, maybe not kids now so much. They probably don't have those adventures. I don't no. know. Yeah,
3: but the-
1: for me certainly, we used to be. Mum would kick you out on a Saturday and say, "Come yep. back before the sun goes down." Yeah, yeah. And, you, and we would just go down to the local creek and bush bash and climb trees and fall down and hurt ourselves all day. Yeah. And I think that was really good. Like, but these days we live in a different world, and you know, I don't yeah. think my parents would let me wander the streets until it was dark. They no. still ask you to come home before. I <laughs> they just don't ask me to come home now. Like, <laughs> what are you doing back here? Get out. So for me, it's one of those great movies um, where, and and it's the same with the Breakfast Club as well, which we talk about. That um, it's a coming of age story that transitions a time period. I think different ages can appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still think even kid younger, you know, twenty year olds can appreciate this.
2: Yeah, I liked I like this sort of movie where the Yeah, no. I like movies about that age where you remember that freedom where you were still safe. Yeah. Because you were still at home, you're still protected, but you are getting that freedom and just the stupid things you can get out and yeah. do. Yeah. Like when this movie, the whole point of it, they walk for two days yep. to find a dead body what did they think they were going to do when they got this to this yeah. dead body? They, <laughs>
0: well, they see, didn't even I, have bikes. I they had nothing. <laughs> I don't think they actually believed they would find it mm. was part of the thing as well. I think well. he like,
1: says something during the narration that we never really prepared ourselves no. for what we were actually doing. Yeah. We were just doing it. Yeah. And I don't think it was about finding the body. And yeah. he was right because that's yeah. what it wasn't yeah. about. It was about them escaping all their troubles. Yeah. It was about Like the you said, that
3: freedom. you're at that
1: age where you don't really have any worries. You don't have to worry about bills. No. You don't have to worry about a mortgage. You don't have to worry about going to work tomorrow. You just have to worry You've about Kiefer awesome someone freedom. stealing your Yankees cap yeah. that <laughs> your dead brother gave you. <laughs> you're <dead laughs> you're bro- jerk. John Cusack. <laughs> yes, guy, of yeah, course. Young, very young, young John, John G. G. Yeah. Cusack. Man, yeah. he was a hottie when he was he young. He was. He was a bloke. stud. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you only got to worry about Keith Sutherland, who over the top is villains. He like. a, yeah, he was a mean bastard. Yeah, like, like threatening even stab a town bully. He was like he threatened to kill the dude. Like, yeah, like. it was busted up. I was oh. just like, what does this guy get a job or something? This he he, it was to this go, guy's <laughs> problem? Which I guess that's how the story starts with him picking on them and their um, uh, fat Jerry O'Connell's hiding under his house, <laughs> and he. Uh, I'm a fat guy, so I'm allowed to call him fat <laughs> Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> Um, and he's it's hiding under the He's part of the we got <laughs> membership cards. Like, he's a hero of ours. Trust me. He wanted to do Sliders and Tomcats the movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I haven't seen too far. Like, sliders, like, you had me at Sliders. I think seen, I'm going to watch that now. Now that's coming to my mind actually. Um, and he's hiding under the house, and he hears his uh, idiot brother. What was his brother's name? Eyeball. Eyeball, yeah, or something like that. There, it was yeah. a stupid nickname. And they say, yeah, they stole a car, and they found this missing kid's body. And so they're going to venture out into the world and find it. Um, And that's basically the whole story. Like you said, they walk for two days, they camp overnight. But they have all kinds of adventures, and obviously part of that, you know, they grow and we see their characters on a very nice arc. And the film is shot really beautifully is the thing I probably enjoy most about it. Mm. Being in that outdoor setting, it's all big, wide-angle lenses. Like, Mm. everything's big, and and that's good because these these are four 12-year-old boys, so, you know. But you get some great scenes with the – the da- oh, the dad being gaudy, like, can we just discuss that for a second? Like, I know yeah. your son died and you're, like, weird about it. Why are you being a prick to He's your little son? He's, He's a jerk. Yeah. Was way over the top. And the mum's just, like, flat-out ignoring She's him.
0: She's catatonic,
1: yeah. Yeah, just, like-, like, I understand you lost a child and that's devastating, but you've got another one. Like, yeah. I can't believe that would happen. But then
2: they if- were like that even before he yeah. died. Yeah. If, like, the um, – I can't think what the oldest – their brother's name was. Uh
1: Yeah, Gordy's older brother. I can't Denny? Denny? Denny. Denny. Denny, yeah, yeah. But, but he, like
2: yeah. he could see it and he was protecting Gordie yeah, from it and shielding him from it and That's encouraging right, him. And yep. the parents were still
1: just. Mm. Yeah, he was yeah. encouraging about his writing, saying, yep. hey, he wrote this good story. Yeah, like yeah, And his dad's just like, a story, shut up about <laughs> stories. Like, yeah, tell us oh, about oh, the trick game. of a dad. Yeah. Um, the, so, which, yeah, obviously they go on the adventure. And so I think one of my first notes was the train scene, like, which is, um.
2: The train was where,
1: awesome. Where the first part. Oh, of where the train Teddy's scene, gonna. Where Teddy's gonna play chicken, play chicken, with, chicken the with the train and he has to save. I love all that 1950s language where they're like, skin it. Like, that's how boys make up. Mm. Then they're like, <laughs> like, you gotta skin it to make it up. But then straight away. So I love that because you got these child actors. And Corey Feldman's like, you know, you no, know, even at that age, he was probably into his fifth or sixth movie. Mm-mm. But it's good. Cause it gives these wonderful layers to the characters straight away. Like, you're literally just watching kids just walk across country. But it's mm. I find it so engaging and interesting. But
0: it's the, it's the interaction between them, like their own social dynamic that is interesting. It's not that they're walking. It's, yeah. the, way, yeah, it's the way they're going about so that, it.
1: How do you find that then? Now, because as me and Mark growing up as boys, and you, we could probably relate to it really easily, because I grew up in a group with like three close male friends, and we used to do that, but we never really did that kind of stuff when girls were around. We we did different things, you know, like
2: yeah. I suppose it was different. I did have adventures like that yeah. as a kid, where we'd be off on our bikes and just yeah, like so. Yeah, I don't know. We had- Probably
1: didn't insult each other's mums as much as that.
2: Uh, Not (laughs) mums, but probably each other. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) Like that familiar, that banter was very familiar. Yeah, Yeah. I think
1: that crosses genders. Yeah. Yeah, the, the banter there is awesome. And
2: having a group where everyone sort of has a place- everyone knows who everyone is and it's, you know, it's you weird. don't always. yeah.
1: I always used to think it was just like our group like had a hierarchy but then as you speak to people you like, yeah. every group, yeah. regardless of who's in it and the age of them, there is a hierarchy. Yeah. And Are this you, film does that well.
2: Yeah, and a mix of personalities too, so. Mm.
1: Yeah, You've, I've never seen a friendship group where everyone sort of had the same personality. No. So yeah. I guess that would be really boring if yeah. your friends yeah. were like you. You wouldn't yeah. even need to talk. Just no, like, mm. you'd sort of, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. You're boring like me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I love that. I did I did make a note of like, I think I wrote something like disgusting ways to degrade your mother, like with the whole like yeah. five scenes where they're just talking about each other's mums, which was very, very reminiscent of my youth. Uh, sorry, mum. Um, <laughs> I was good. I was always just threatened to tell my mum because all my friends used to stay a lot at my house. I go, I'll just tell my mum you said that and she'll give you a hard time. She, she will give you a hard time. The mailbox baseball. Yes. Was that a thing in the fifties? I guess.
0: Well, there seemed to be rules to it because the
1: uh, yeah, he's like we're in the innings. Yeah,
0: but like he hit a he hit a mailbox and it didn't quite come off the the stump, and he's like, oh, foul ball. Like, so there seemed to be rules. Yes, like you had to knock knock it clean off yeah. or something. Like, what's so- a bunt?
1: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't Sorry, know.
0: did you say bunt? Bunt. I okay, said you. don't yeah. need
1: to edit that out. <laughs> uh, which brings us to the junkyard scene, which I love that because I had that as a kid as well where something was just plain and ordinary, but it was folk built war. into this folklore legend <laughs> yeah. of chopper-sick balls. And I love the way he narrates that, where he's like, and when he's running in slow motion, then you hear Richard Dreyfuss's narration. Now, nobody could probably tell you, but I swear that day I heard him say, chopper-sick balls. And he's
0: just a dopey golden retriever. Yeah,
1: and he's just this, yeah. And then you see, yeah, you see chopper, he's just this old dopey... Just doesn't know what to do and he's just sitting <laughs> on the fence. And I thought that was great because again, that's so reminiscent. I remember like when we were kids, we had the abandoned house in our street. And so yep. like that thing became like ghost central over the years because everyone would tell these, I saw someone moving in the, in the windows, <laughs> you know, like, and it builds up out of nothing, you know, nothing exists yeah. there. But
0: the, the junkyard owner. He was like way over the top. Like, why is he so aggressive?
1: All the adults in this movie are kind I of mean, dicks. Yeah, I
0: don't understand and he starts going at poor Teddy's <laughs> oh. dad.
1: He's a kid. And then he goes like I know you, I know you and then he goes back to Teddy. That's like, yeah, another like, go. Oh. Saying like, your dad's a loony, your dad didn't serve in NAM, your dad's a loony. <laughs> um Jack. It was terrible. Yeah. Oh. I don't know why he was such a But I guess that's like as a kid, you probably had that. Whether it be a neighbour or something like that, someone who was just like a yeah. stupid dick, but they probably weren't as bad as you guys like. Not as bad as off. you remember. Yeah. Like, yeah, you probably you know probably shouldn't have wrapped their entire car in toilet paper <laughs> and pissed on it and poured flour on it, <laughs> and then it rained that night <laughs> hypothetically. Uh, and then so pushing on from the junkyard, we've got some cool like montage scenes, like the lollipop on the train tracks, which is great, nice little bonding session between the boys singing lollipop lollipop. Mm.
2: That bit I was sort of thinking, would that actually happen?
0: Yeah. Would they the actually 50s, walk
2: it, along singing? In the
0: 50s they would have. Cuz mm. what else have you got to do? I don't
1: know. Like I you, guess music was well, I don't know what music was. That was would have been sort like of
0: the, the sole source of entertainment. Yeah, you didn't Talking, have TVs yeah. in
1: general. The wireless. Uh then we cut back to our bad guys who are who DIY DIY tattoos. Yeah. Cobras. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cutting the cobra into the guy's arms, like I just I just wrote in my notes. Is this considered tough guys? These guys are the biggest. Like I guess in 1950s, that was probably tough guys though. That's, that's as tough as it got because they just whine so much in this film. And like I almost feel sympathetic for Keith Sutherland who has to be like every five minutes give me a kick up the bum and say, "Hey, we're the town bad guys. Like pull your heads in."
2: Mm-hmm. I couldn't take him seriously with his eyeliner though.
1: Oh up. yeah, right! Like yeah. worse than in the Lost Boys, and in yeah. that he's a vampire, so he can justify as much eyeliner as he wants. <laughs> You're right; he's um, he doesn't look very 1950s to me in that no. hairstyle either. No, I, I, I feel like maybe they hired him, and he just was like, "No, I'm not changing my hair." I'm like, oh well,
0: this is how I woke up. We've hired him. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what right. else can we do? It's Rob Reiner's problem now.
1: And I just I had some notes here about some of the dialogue I thought was good about Superman versus Mighty Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, don't be an idiot. Mighty Mouse is animated. <laughs> Superman's, Superman's a real, man. A real person. <laughs> Poor I was villain. like, that's so good. Mm. Um, and then obviously we get, as the story develops, you get a lot more, um, you know, Chris dropping down the truth bombs on Gordie, Um And that, I think that scene there where he's saying how, like, I think that's what it's really sad to watch because you know River Phoenix died and died young. And that scene is probably one of, like, his best scenes, I think, in the movie. You're talking about isn't? the one where
0: he's, um, like, stealing the milk money. So the one you're talking about,
1: where he's like, "Did you still live?" Yeah, where he tells the story about where he still went, and it, he, it's such a like, it was tragic. Yeah, and like you are just like this guy, if this guy's still alive now. He'd be just top shelf actor. Mm-hmm. He would, you know, you know this guy'd be doing some good things. So it kind of adds a level of like sadness to it for me because that whole story tells about where you know, oh, the teacher, she must have been waiting for this opportunity. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. an unfair story, and and it's part of that the core at the core of what's wrong with that character is he's. Trying to get out of the his family's name, He's trying to get out of a rut, mm. but yeah. But it's and not
2: going to happen because yeah. the whole world's against world's him. Against yeah, him. and
1: the one time he tries to do the right thing, and correct his mistake, he gets punished even more mm. severely for it. Yeah, which yeah, but, but
0: worse than that, someone else gains from it, like unjustly. Yeah, yeah unjustly, yeah. which makes it even worse. I do like in that same time frame where um they're all taking the the watch. Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, and poor Vern, every time he hears a noise, he's out with the pistol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, that's it's a, a good cring. little montage, <laughs> yeah.
2: I was cringing, going, oh, God, someone take the gun off that child.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, so, yeah, because Chris brings the gun along, obviously, he uh, finds an old gun to bring along. And, yeah, they take turns because they hear the wolves howling. Yeah, they, that's such a good montage. But, yeah, Vern's sort of like, uh, 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 point around, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. he goes
0: behind the tree and you just <laughs> see the gun pop out from behind the tree.
1: As a parent, yeah. you are like, holy crap, like this kid needs to put this gun down. He's gonna shoot his foot off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then just after that we've got our um the iconic bridge scene where they're like, we can go mm. down and spend five hours. Or well, we can cross the bridge, and you know. When's the next train mm. due? When's the next train due? And you know the train's coming. Like yeah. you're like, why? Are you I guys-? didn't see
0: any of those guys wearing a watch, so it didn't matter if they knew what time <laughs> yeah, the next yeah. train was
1: due. I just love that whole scene where they just yeah, and it's a nice little bit of nineteen eighty six green screen work as well. Yeah, because you couldn't probably back then probably couldn't get away with making kids run across the train tracks. Oh,
2: really?
0: With the train? With the train? Maybe ten yeah. years earlier the then, unreliable 1970s, they unreliable yeah. yeah.
1: Maybe
2: if you shot that scene first, just in case you lost a couple.
1: Yeah, right. right. And then
2: you could you know shoot the rest of the film around <laughs> just, <laughs> the ones yeah. that survived that scene.
1: The ones that survived. <laughs> the push on, we got to push on. Uh as I was talking to you earlier, Mark, about my favourite line where Teddy says, uh, you guys can walk around. I'll be crossing the bridge and I'll be on the other side relaxing with my thoughts. <laughs> and Cordy says, do you use your left or right hand for that? Yes. <laughs> I was like, it's great. A bit of banter before we're all going to be killed by a train. Uh, but obviously they don't get killed by a train. No, but um, Vern
0: tries his best to kill Vern Cordy. does try
1: his best.
2: And for being so concerned, none of them were in a particular hurry to get across. No, they were just
0: strolling.
1: No, yeah, yeah, if they'd ran at the start, they probably would have been right, but then they had to run. And and obviously, uh, Fat Jerry Connell and Geordie just just make the jump. But he does have the great line, I lost the comb. Yes. Yes. When he drops the comb. Brilliant line.
0: I loved it. It does stand out in my memory, that. It's like he- that's the one thing he brought to the table was the comb and he lost it. He was so heartbroken. Yeah.
1: I lost the comb. And then later on when they're at the bushfire and they're cooking their, I want to say hamburgers, but it's just clumps of hamburger meat that mm. they bought at the butchers and they're cooking on a stick. You know, when he drops it in the yeah. front. He's like, "Ah, oh, come on. And they all laugh at him and he gets it and he goes, I got it. Go screw. And he tells them all to go screw. <laughs> like such a great insult. I'm going to like try and bring that about just in my day-to-day life when people upset me. Just yeah. go screw. <laughs> Such a great nineteen fifties, like I don't know how much they sort of – I've never read the book of Stand By Me, but I imagine like King would have done his research on language. On and, the vernacular. Yeah, the vernacular of the time period. And then that awesome um, scene where they're all smoking cigarettes after they've eaten. <laughs> There's
0: nothing like a cigarette <laughs> <Not> after <laughs> supper. It
1: just chucks <laughs> you yeah. it's, up. Uh, it's, I don't know. Apparently R- they R- had um, – I read in the IMDb thing, it was Cabbage
0: because oh, oh, Rob, like, Rob Ryan
1: is a real advocate of like against lung cancer and anti-smoking campaign uh, has been since even back then so like they made fake cigarettes for the kids
0: good yeah good. No, that's yeah. A good <laughs> thing. it's um it's weird how big the generational shift has been towards smoking as well because all of these movies that we watched this week had smoking in mm. them quite
1: yeah
0: um, quite up front yeah and it just it's Weird to watch now, people yep. smoking on screen.
1: Yeah, you're right. Like, I was going to say, yeah, the three movies you watched, that has been right in your...
0: Yeah, it's like yeah. right in your face. But
1: now people are kind of afraid to, you know, you well, you're not you allowed to have own. an independent thought anymore. No, so. you and you wouldn't show a big movie star having a cigarette. God, no. What, are Do you, you crazy? Have you spoken
0: insane. to the lawyers about that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you might get sued. Um and then we quickly should mention the story of the Gordy. They ask him to tell him a story. He tells the story of Ladas uh, and yes. the pie yes. contest. And yep. we, yeah,
0: and then we actually get the yeah. <laughs> so good. It's
1: such a good story. Like, and we get a flashback on it as well. Lardos. Like Lardos. a Yeah, and the guy's like, "Oh, don't worry, Ladas. I mean Henry or whatever his <laughs> name is. It's such a um, terrible story." And then Teddy's like, and then he goes on a rampage and kills everyone. <laughs> yeah. That's a better that, ending. ending. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Um, which is yeah, that led into the guard uh, the guarding scene we were talking about before. Uh I did write my notes here, Eyeball. Eyeball Chambers was the guy's name. That's ridiculous. Yes. Probably my second favourite, but almost hardest to watch scene. Coming Which up, way? they're in the water, it's not too deep. Oh, oh yes, yeah. And they, yeah. I love the way they all take one step forward and <laughs> splash. It's like they dip the stick yeah. in, and it was like a foot deep, and now it's like six foot deep.
0: They didn't bother to keep dipping the stick, they just, yeah, like, oh, yeah, this, yeah,
1: this is great. There's no yeah.
0: gradient on this.
1: Um, and then they, we get some good, good old mucking around with your friends' time in the river, nothing like a bit of social drowning. The social drowning, <laughs> yeah, it's not too deep, splash, splash.
2: Because nothing like some wet socks and shoes while you're walking mm. for miles on end. On a two yeah, day hike, as well. yeah. yeah. Well,
1: so the only wet. thing worse is as they discover leeches. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Then, what's worse? What's yes. worse than
0: leeches, Shane? Well, a leech <laughs> on a particular part of your body.
1: <laughs> I love the way that whole scene shot. Everyone's pulling the leeches off each, off each other themselves. And Gordy looks down into his underpants and he reaches in, and his hand comes out, his fingers covered <laughs> in blood. blood. Yep. And you're just and like, it's oh. such a big
0: leech as well. Like, yeah, they they got got the leech. yeah,
1: they got a massive thumping leech. <laughs> And then he just blacks out. Like he's <laughs> just down. He just he's out for the count. Uh, fair enough huge. too.
0: And
2: that's the only bit of blood you see is they're pulling them off their backs and all over the yeah. place. Yeah. And there's no blood except, yep. when except when he takes
1: that. Yep, uh, that the the one. Out. Put <laughs> home. Yeah. Well, I like that scene as well because there's a lot of um, name calling there. I think I wrote down some of the like cock knocker and <laughs> pussy four eyed pussy pescano. Like they were just like throwing he some just of these stuff, stuff up. Of, yeah, just hurling insults at each other. Um, and that's pretty much towards the end of the film, right? And so eventually Mm. the boys get to the body and Mm. they find the body and, uh, that's when I guess they have their sort of breakthroughs. Yeah. Yeah. They actually see a dead body. Like they didn't prepare themselves Mm. for it, even though that was like you said. But worse than that,
0: it's (laughs) like, it's a dead body of a, of someone their age as well. Yeah. Like I think that would be a
1: real wake up. Confronting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's like a a confrontation of their own immortality, whether they realize that or not. And, um. I, the only thing I noticed about that was, I don't know if you noticed that the sound design was pretty poor because it was super windy and there's, like, no wind track there at all, but everything's blowing <laughs> around like a gale, and I was like, oh, that was kind of distracting. But
0: I, I didn't pick up on it,
1: but I may not have been paying 100% attention. <laughs> right, right. Um, and then, obviously, Keith the Sutherland rocks up. Yeah, um, then we get a, a showdown. Mm-hmm. And he says, go home and fuck your mother some more, which I thought was quite a bold statement for little Gordy to make. He says that to Kiefer. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, he gets knocked around and the Kiefer says, go away, we're taking it. And they threaten him and Gordy pops out the gun.
0: Good old Gordy. And says, um, suck my fat
1: one, you cheap dime store hood.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which burn of the century. Um, Because Kiefer, what's his character's name?
1: Oh, I can't remember. He we'll just call him keeper.
0: Um, he threatens to kill Chris because they're like, "No, we're taking this body," and he's like, "Well, I am just going to stab you then." Yeah, oh, and, and like, pulls very a convincingly. Knife. Like, yes, you are like blade. what nineteen, eighteen, nineteen, something like that, and you are threatening yeah. a twelve-year-old kid mm. with a knife.
1: Yeah. What a hero! Just pick him up and move him. Like, yeah. but it's, we get that awesome. He stands up, and you know, yeah. We're taking this body, and they're not doing it for the reward. They're not doing it for the glory. Like are doing it for the, of,
0: for the poor kid.
1: Yeah, for this kid who's one of them. Though so yeah. they were doing it for the reward to start with. To start yeah. with, yeah. That's yeah. What, I mean. That's the beauty of them. their arc. Yeah. That, yeah. And then I mean, you sort of yeah, you get the They don't off. even get the and then they do the anonymous call anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I which think, is kind of touching and nice.
0: I like the. Um, I do like the standoff with him and. Uh, with Gordian Kiefer, it's like, you're not going to shoot me. And, yeah. Or you don't have enough bullets in that gun to <laughs> shoot all of us. He goes, no, just you. Yep. Ace. It's just it. Ace. Ace, that's Just you, Ace. Just
1: you. That's great. That's probably one of his best deliveries. Yeah, magic. Because like. then it, and he, he realizes and he's like, he's okay. just going to empty that clip into you. you <laughs> yeah. <know? laughs> You're dead, kid. Of, so of all the things matter.
0: in the movie that I remember, it's that one line. It's like, yeah. no, just you. Because yeah. I think that's perfect because none of those other guys were going to take a bullet for him. He was a jerk to them.
1: No, nah, they're all just, yeah. They're, they're all just, just going to bail on absolutely. Him. Let him. Absolutely. Let him bleed out. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Uh, which sort of brings us to the end of the movie. Obviously, they hightail back. Always in these movies that are journeys, the hightail back always seems a lot quicker. Yeah, they got back in five minutes. It took them an
0: hour and 20 minutes to get there, back in
1: five. uh, Mad Max, that new Mad Max movie, was such terrible, that that crime. The whole movie is this journey, and then the last five minutes they get back within two minutes. (laughs) Um, But I have to say it's probably my favourite part where they sort of come to their crossroads and they're all going back to their respective, and you get... um, Richard Dreyfuss sort of gives us narration on, oh, you know, uh, Teddy went to college with me, and um, oh, Chris went to college with him, and uh, he got he died last week, and, mm. yeah. and he says I didn't keep in touch with those guys anymore, and I think he has that great line about the best friends you ever had when you were twelve, mm. like you never have friends like that, but that's yeah. kind of the point, you know. Yeah. I
0: like the way they shot that over the narration as well because you have Vern and Teddy going back to their houses, yeah, and then um, Gordy and Chris stay together and they walk out. Yeah, and that's, that's sort of tying it up of about yeah. what happened. Says, yeah, there. You
1: know, in middle school we didn't really speak to Vern and yeah. Teddy. Although my favorite, one of my favorite lines in the whole movie is because they all say goodbye in their own unique way. But uh, Fat Jerry O'Connell's walking off and he stops and he picks up. He's like, "Oh, a penny." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. He's, lovable he's, idiot he's,
0: he was under the house because he was looking yeah, for his jar yeah, of pennies Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's just, and so it's a lovely little tiny in there he's like ooh a penny like he's gonna start his penny collection again now like that's what he's gonna do
0: he is a lovable idiot yeah, yeah
1: absolutely and then you get Gordy going back to his family and yeah we get grown up Gordy with his kids and he's learning the whole you know the lesson that he learned there and then he's typing it out on like the oldest computer I've ever seen yeah mm-hmm. 1986. Mac. I was going to say nice
0: green a green screen. That was from the future, wasn't it?
1: That was from the future. Then, yeah. I guess. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> as, as we've learned, all computers in the future are green screen and have giant buttons. Absolutely. If Alien taught us anything, it's That's that. Right.
2: And he's typing this novel, and when he turns it off, he he just he doesn't save Turns it, he the monitor turns off. off. <laughs> yeah, no saving. Just it's
1: like wait a minute, what? Yeah. <laughs> And his kids seem like little shits a little bit too as well. So just like, there's a hint of like, mm. You said that a half hour ago. Yeah, yeah. come on, Dad. And he's probably thinking, ah, oh, simpler times when kids didn't have swimming pools. <laughs> and then his kids grow up and they're like, oh, when kids didn't have iPhones, you know. Yeah. And the little circle just repeats when, itself. When
0: we used to walk for two days to entertain ourselves.
2: Yeah, yeah forget the pool. Just like... Hightail it to the creek.
1: That's yeah. it, yeah. Oh get man, we used to swim the creek all the time. It was terrible. <laughs> it was brown, murky water, which I'm sure just came out of a sewage <laughs> pipe somewhere. But it was deep, it was up to your waist, so it was deep enough. Uh, for me, that's definitely a recommend. Uh, I have always loved this movie and will continue to love this movie. Mark? Um, yes,
0: I love this movie. Um, I've probably seen it a good dozen times. They Ooh, used, yeah. It used to get a good run on free to air TV um which is my first exposure to it so i've seen it a good number of times but it's so easy to watch and it's so relatable and likable and yeah such a good film recommend absolutely
1: do two two. first timer first
2: timer yes i didn't i enjoyed it yep i i laughed a lot some you recommend other people yeah i would yeah, yeah. just an easy watch it and is,
1: and it's got a good hour and a half, which is probably the good thing about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't need to drag out two and a half hours. No, it gets the point across. It's like you said, it's easy yeah. to watch.
2: Yeah, fantastic. And, and took me back to being twelve.
1: That's what I like about it. <laughs> Regardless yeah. of race, gender, anything, it's going to bring you back to a time in yeah. your life where you had that childlike innocence, which yeah. is what makes it a great movie that you really should have seen by now. You really should have seen by now. Yep. Well, Glad I have, you've seen it I now. Have now. I yes, have. check that one off. Mm. Yep. It's, um, when
0: um when we come across a movie that um Nat hasn't seen, it usually spawns the comment of, what did you do with your childhood?
1: Because <laughs> all yeah, I, I remember doing way. is
0: watching movies. Yeah, that was a I big did part watch, of my childhood. I did watch movies as just a Just all child. the wrong ones, I, apparently. Not <laughs> the wrong ones. They were different.
1: <laughs> you did remind me about Now and Then, which is, yeah, yeah I do remember You'll that. have to go watch that. Yeah, now. I feel like I need to watch it again yeah. just to be refreshed. So we then watched... We jump in our time machine and travel all the way one year further back <laughs> to 1985. That's one thing you've got to say about this show. We can't be accused of being ageists. I don't think we yeah, do we many know. contemporary <laughs> films at all, really.
0: I think we're living in our childhood, Most of these are the 80s and 90s. <laughs> yeah. Very
1: rarely do we cross the 2000 <laughs>
0: well, threshold. Well, we, we got to 1999 last week, didn't we? <clears> I think
1: Warcraft was the only one we've done. We it's did the, two, I 2016, think that's yeah, the only, which only was, one started yeah, with the two uh, the Breakfast Club, nineteen eighty five's The Breakfast Club, uh, directed and written by John Hughes, the man, the legend, uh, rest in peace. But is probably the king of movies you really should have seen by now, <laughs> since he's directed things like Sixteen Candles, Weird Science, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Science. Uncle Buck, Planes, Trains and so, Automobiles. So you said Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck again. Okay, do yeah. not edit me right, out. Just checking. <laughs> Uncle Buck. <laughs>
2: Also the only one of all of those movies that you've listed that I've actually seen. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Haven't
0: seen 16 Candles. No. Haven't seen Planes, Trains, and Automobiles.
1: No. Oh, you've got a lot of work cut out for you, (laughs) Haven't seen Weird Science.
2: How are we married? (laughs) Oh,
0: my God. (laughs) Did you vet her before you married her? (laughs) I didn't.
1: Uh, (laughs) And obviously he was a writer. He wrote this as well. Uh, Wrote it in two days. It was a bit of IMDb trivia for you there. Uh, Home Alone. He wrote the Home Alone series, Flubber, Pretty in Pink. He did all the- um, National Lampoon's vacation films, the good ones, not the weird seen ones. Seen any of those? One or two. Right, you yeah. would have seen those, fingers crossed.
2: The original Flubber or the?
1: The original. Okay. I think, no, the, uh, sorry, the Robin Williams one. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: The original was better.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you've definitely got to go and see all those <laughs> films now. It's really distracting me. That's sorry. Quite, uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, how have you not seen Weird Science? Thank <laughs> <laughs> like, now, yeah. I'm, uh,
0: Ferris Bueller's Day Off <laughs> Welcome to my I, life I
2: may have seen
0: Surely you watched that with me I possibly
2: did
1: Bueller uh, <laughs> Bueller Well the, big, the Breakfast Club I think is probably one of his better ones best, I think yeah. it's probably almost the best piece of work he's done you, Had you seen that prior? No No, good, 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 good <laughs> So big um, runtime of an hour and 37 minutes Again, loving those it's 80s hour and and a half. Yeah. Boom, here's what we've got to say This is what we're doing, boom, we're out of here um, stars: Emilio Estevez. Emilio, <laughs> I know I was there as Andrew. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall as Brian. Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, Ali Sheedy, and uh, what's that guy's name? He plays the. Um, oh, I was going to write Vern. it down, but I didn't. Vern Paul Gleason, or something like that. Yes, he mm. plays Vern, the yeah. teacher. Vernon, the teacher. Um, Dick Vernon, Dick <laughs> Vernon, <laughs> Richard <laughs> Vernon. <laughs> Does Barry Manilow know you? Eighties wardrobe. <laughs> One of the iconic lines. So good. Uh, Nat, do you want to take a swing at the plot of this film? It's it's a tough one.
2: I would say um, a representative of every social group in high school mm-hmm. spends a day in detention.
1: Yep. And learns that's... about love and life. Oh,
2: and
3: mate.
1: smoking a big old bag. <laughs> <And smoking a laughs> yeah, that's kind of the only thing in this film is you're kind of like, it's beautiful how they all come together and they bond and they share stories. But, like, are they all just high? Like, so when, they, <laughs> yes. when they get home and it wears off, it's like, oh, why was I? What did I do that oh, for? God, I shouldn't have that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's a Saturday detention, which I didn't yeah. think was yeah. real. At and 7 a.m.? 7 a.m. till 4 a.m. Yeah. on a Saturday? like 4 p.m. 4 p.m., yeah, yeah, sorry. You yeah, have to do some serious. Yeah. yeah. To do that. Well,
0: we, we get their stories We how do they up <laughs> in there,
1: yeah. Um, before we dive into the plot, run me through their stories. You've got uh, Emilio. Andrew, Leo, so he's there for probably the worst reason.
0: He taped someone's butt together. Was that yeah. right?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a bully, and he taped one of the geeky guys' but butts he's, together. He's not a bully though. But he's not. He's no, just trying he's to. Actually a decent he's wife.
2: trying to impress his dad.
1: That's what we learn is his problem. Yeah. He's a wrestler, and he wants to win at everything because his dad forces he's, him. To, yeah, you know, dad's he, a. He sees the world as black bastard. and white. But then when he's looking at that poor guy, and that poor kid has to go home and explain how all the hair came off his butt to his dad. And that's when he kind of, I guess, has his epiphany.
0: I've just had a thought. When he said he taped his cheeks together, did he maybe mean his cheeks and not his butt cheeks? Oh, he
1: means butt cheeks. Does
3: he? I
0: don't know. That's yeah, how I. Took it was it. humiliating. Yeah, because yeah. when you say like it ripped all his hair off, I'd think maybe his hair. No, because they were butt.
2: talking about getting changed. They were in the locker yeah. room. Yeah. yeah.
0: I just had that thought then, so Did I thought I'd throw it out Did this happen to you? Is that
1: what's going on here? Yes, I had <laughs> my
0: butt cheeks taken I was together. the kid. I was, <laughs> I was the on.
1: guy. John Hughes and I went to high school <laughs> yes, together. That's right. Old friends. Old friends. Uh, Brian, uh, lovely Anthony Michael Hall. He's there it? because he's- a nerd, I guess.
0: What did he do, what though? he, he brought a gun to school. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> right. A handgun?
1: A no, a flare gun. Oh, a flare gun. <laughs> went off in his locker, which is <laughs> a beautiful little scene when he tells and everyone's trying to be serious, like, oh, this guy was going to kill himself. Bro. Yeah. And you do it's get that at funny. the start yeah. as
0: well, when it's showing all the lockers and there's one burnt out. You dead. do. When you yeah. establish the scene, it shows, yeah, you see
1: a locker like singed. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is great, and he and that's so good because, like, obviously it's quite a serious issue, and it deals with a serious issue of like pressure on teens and yeah. suicide. But it also sort of allows him to laugh with them and and sort of, I guess, heal over a little bit. Uh, you've got Bender, who's there just because I guess he's there every Saturday. That's his life. He doesn't really give us a story. How as many to
2: weeks like. um, detention did he rack up during the movie? Well,
1: that's the look at the start with Vernon, and he gets the classic. You know, you yeah. me, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Yep.
0: He goes, you want another one? You're up to eight. Nine. Nine. <laughs> another?
1: D- yeah. Keep him. <laughs> yes. then, you stay yeah. out of this. And Brian's like, that's seven, including uh, next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> stay out of this. The teacher has a lot of frustration, and he also gets a resolution as well in the film, which I think is brilliant, uh, with the janitor who's also there that we didn't mm. mention. Uh, the janitor who's kind of like the- Carl? Carl, the thing? janitor, no, 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 that's no. right. But he's kind of like God overlooking this world (laughs) and sort of, and then he says, maybe you're not angry at the kids, maybe you're angry at yourself, you know, it's like, oh, you know, teaching's not what I thought it would be. (laughs) Uh, Molly was Claire. What was Claire there for? Uh, She,
2: what she She do? She skips school. She skips school to go
1: shopping because she gets in trouble at the start. Her dad drops her off in the Porsche. That's the beauty of the start of the film is everyone gets dropped off by their parents or Mm -hmm. Bender walks in. And you get a feeling for who these people I are. Love straight the way away, walk
0: walks in just straight across the track. Yeah, it doesn't even sleep for a car.
1: And that's a good thing. These people are all like you said; they're real stereotypes and mm. fall in the clicks. But this is like 1985, so this guy practically invented the stereotypes that many teen movies would go on yeah. to like embellish on. Yeah. But the good thing about this is this, they self-reference. Refer, refer to themselves and they're also well aware that they're a Self-reference? Is that Self what you're trying to say? That's what I was trying to say. Okay. You, you mangled that. Edit that out. <laughs> no. Uh please. <laughs> uh, and then Ali Sheedy, who we never really learn. She says, oh, I don't but, need to be here. I just had yeah, nothing else to I do. I had nothing else to but do. But she's a compulsive liar and kleptomaniac, so we don't know if that's a lie as <laughs> well. I buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's something to do. She plays doesn't want to be at home. Goth, isn't she? Yeah. yeah.
1: She's up the back just quietly, not saying anything.
2: She, the image that came to mind for her, for me, was Kenny from South Park. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. With her jacket and she makes this weird squeaky noise when she throws her head down on the desk that's and I just right. went, that's Kenny.
1: <laughs> she makes noises like that so often they all stop and turn it's and look like at she her. She doesn't speak. She doesn't speak. Uh, it's quite it's quite funny though. Like, I don't know, That's what I like about the film is that it kind of makes this satirical point that like... As a, as a woman, you've got the two choices. You can be the Claire or you can yep. be the Ellie. Yep. As a man, you've got two choices. You can be the Brian or you yep. can be the Andrew. Yeah. And it's kind of like that's not how – like we're, no. we're, the world is far more complicated than the no, stereotypes. Not in high clicks. school, it isn't. No, and that's why I think the film s- state, makes that statement so well is that mm. you don't realise that until you're probably out of high school that you, you don't have to sit inside a box. Like mm. That's what I love about the film. It's probably one of, well, it's one of my favourite films. Um, but, yeah, basically the whole film takes place in, in the library. Um,
0: some of it in the crawl space of the roof. Some of it in the crawl space <laughs> of the roof,
1: yeah. We get the opening scene with uh, um, he Vernon sitting in his office and he keeps the door to the library open and Bender removes the screw. Yeah, so the door's, the door's slapped shut. shut and he can't keep it open. Nothing. Cause obviously, Ben has done this before because <laughs> everything Vernon drags out is too, too big or won't stay. The door's too heavy to push it to that, stay open. That is
0: great. When he grabs the chair and he's like, uh, the door's too heavy for that. So they <laughs> grab the magazine rack to put yeah, it in front. Yeah. He's like, well, what if the fire department <laughs> came in? Yeah, what if there's a fire? Yeah. Oh, get this out of here. That is great.
1: It, it's really good. He just like, really
0: knows how to push his buttons. Oh
1: man, yeah, he's so good. The interaction between them is good, and especially that um, it, as things heat up through the movie, they get that really serious scene where he's yeah, like, he "I'm going to beat like a you, janitor's yeah, he cupboard. Yeah, takes or him to <laughs> the cupboard and locks him in the cupboard and says, "I'm going to kick the shit out of you, and no one's going to question me. Who are they going to believe, you or me?" Like, yeah, gets and that's quite where serious. Bender finally gets broken. You know, yeah. uh, up until that point, he's a smart ass and he'll take whatever he can get and still give it out. Like he's, he's super rude to all of them. Mm. Um. You know, Andrew beats him physically, like and he, Claire he, beats him intellectually. He
0: looked physically beaten after that exchange, like yeah, his face completely it's, changed. It's and one time you
1: see the character be like, yeah, yeah. who's going to believe you? He, he looked you, like, you like an innocent yeah. child at that point. It's, yeah. he, you know, he can take a physical, he can take an intellectual beating, but, like, he can't take, I guess, an emotional or a moral beating. Yeah. Uh, which is quite a nice scene, but then he obviously persists on his... Um, He's ranting, climbs back into the, into the, crawls in the roof space, into and, the falls space into the and falls into the library, <laughs> and then obviously yeah, We get some great montages out of the library scene.
0: Yeah, well, because they um, they escape back to his locker to retrieve something which we later learn
1: is his, his marijuana stash. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: That's what he had to go and get. That was really important. <laughs> so they all um, they all smoke it.
1: Yeah, and it's great. It's like classic nineteen eighties kind of. Weird stoned acting. Yeah. Like it's so terrible, but like <laughs> they so do perfect. that whole
0: that 70s show thing where they don't show them smoking, they just go around the <laughs> circle and everyone's laughing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Anthony Michael Hall, you probably won't understand this reference now because it's from another movie, Weird Science, that you haven't seen. That I you, haven't seen. You, yep. you, will see, you will be seeing shortly. <laughs> but don't you remember you've seen that when he get stoned in Weird Science? He does that same kind of, hey man, <laughs> he's got that whiny voice. I was like, I don't know. I don't know which one came first. I have to check. But he's like channeling one's channeling the other. Yeah.
0: I do love it when um, Andrew comes out of the
1: the, the hotbox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just,
0: comes out of this haze of smoke yeah. and just loses his mind. Oh, and does that dancing? dancing? I mean, I mean and stripping off.
1: A, you know, yeah. And he's like running up and down, punching the air.
0: <laughs> Again, lots of leg dancing in this oh, movie. Oh
1: yeah, the, yeah. And they do the classic walking man's dance, which I love. The three <laughs> of them in a row. There's lots of beautiful dancing and going on in this film. Uh but the film I guess one of the reasons I really like it the most is it balances that humor really well with like the heartfelt stuff. Yeah. Um so you get really serious and then the film gets kind of cheeky and fun and then it drops back down to tone. Um but yeah beyond that I mean there's there's not much else that really happens other than we discover the stories and each time they they sit and gather around they learn a little bit more about themselves and they learn that
0: they're not you know, despite the appearance of them all being completely different, they're actually all pretty much the same. Yeah, like, they are all got, just you know, screwed
1: up. Yeah, they've all got problems. It's kind of like the old proverb of you know, if everyone brought all their problems to the table and we took back an equal share, you'd probably just agree to take your own problems back into mm. it because mm. you know you've got problems, everyone's got problems. You know, and uh, that's the good thing about the they realise that as a group.
0: Now let's let's not compare the size of our problems. Yeah, like <laughs> let's yeah
1: let's just agree that we all have problems and get off <laughs> each other's backs. Um but the, yeah, you get a few small scenes, you get um Claire giving Ellie a makeover. Yep. And uh, Andrews is excited to see her face. Which I I think I preferred it before the makeover together. Yeah. <laughs> yes. that was a little bit of a misfire, I think. It
0: came out weird looking.
1: Yeah. Oh, but I mean I guess it's nice that he likes to see her face. It's, it's the eighties. Yeah. yeah. I guess It's that's kind what of people
2: offensive, like. really. It is kind I find of in it ways, offensive isn't it? like well, no one could like her until she was changed to be like the princess.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, we
0: just disproved that, didn't we? Because me and Shane both liked her <laughs> well, before. Like, there her. you go. <laughs> so we are. Except <laughs> Take for <the> that, little... <laughs> movie makers. Yeah.
1: No, you're right, though. It is kind of a bit of a – it is a big slip-up on a movie that's pretty, I would say, accurate and mm. And, and, mm. and all about promoting your individuality. But yeah. you're right. He, well, he doesn't notice. Her. I hope that it's more about that he can see her face, not so much that yeah. she's – make up but yeah. man, they couple up quick though, right? Oh, oh yeah. So yeah. It's like they're holding they hands. hated each other at seven yeah. in the morning and at four right. in the
2: afternoon they're all hooked they're up. They're holding
1: hands and the parents are like, What's going on here? Is she coming around um, for dinner or How do you feel about Bender as a woman? Judd Nelson, is he just irresistible as a bad boy in this film?
0: That was a question to Nat,
1: I should point I out. Was, not yeah, I was looking was, at Nat. How do you like feel confused. about the character oh, as a woman? <laughs> as a woman, how do you feel about the character? Because oh, is he meant to be super? He's meant to be like the girls who want the bad boy, right? That's well, what I feel like that they're
2: going the, for. Um, yeah, no.
1: Again, I think that's, that's, the, that's stereotype. the stereotype. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah, that's if what
2: that's I the stereotype that for him, no. Yeah. Because he's just kind of a jerk.
1: But Claire falls for him, so...
2: Oh, only once they've had their deep and meaningful,
1: yeah. No, no, no. I don't think he quite comes across as that bad boy. But he's no Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead. But the bad
0: boy's always in those situations is a front for the scared little boy. Yeah,
1: true. Yeah, especially in the 80s stuff. Yeah, Yeah. It's
0: like you you pretend to be the bad guy so people don't really realize that you just go home and cry into your pillow.
1: Yeah, yeah. You just. Read me. Cr- <laughs> 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 I was, I'm was smoking my cigarettes on my motorcycle, but <laughs> you know, right. at home I'm crying my heart out, watching I'm crying into
0: my helmet. motorcycle. <laughs> I'm crying
1: into my motorcycle. I don't need a helmet. I'm a bad boy.
0: Oh, that's right. Into your uh, bandana.
1: Yeah, and then Paul Brian doesn't get uh, doesn't doesn't get anyone. Yeah,
2: I felt a bit sorry for him.
1: You're like, oh, everyone's coupling off except you, Brian. Yep. It seems appropriate. Yeah, it's hmm. like fair enough. I mean, he found the you know found that he didn't want to, like, you know, kill himself and live up to his parents' standards, so that's a reward in its own well, way. Well, to be
0: fair, they did give him the task of writing the essay for all of them.
1: Yes, which he yeah, that agreed was, to. That was kind of a dick move. I was like, <laughs> You've all just learnt this lesson and now you're like, so nerd hey, guy, nerd can guy. you write out? Yeah, what does he say? It doesn't seem like all of us should write the, the, yeah. write the essay. It's like, mm, okay. But he does write a beautiful, beautiful, eloquent yes. essay, mm. which we hear at the start of the film and we hear at the end of the film and it's quite good and... You know, you see us in the many ways that you want to see us, but, you know, each in our, each and our own way as a jock, as a nerd, as a...
2: Incidentally, that is that part of the movie at the end, I had actually seen because <laughs> I've seen one of my favourites. Pitch, Pitch Perfect. perfect. I, I knew you could say that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: yes, no, that was
1: quite poignant. It is. A, it's a nice little roundabout way to tie off the film. And then we, we end the film um, in probably the greatest way to end a film. Freeze Frame. Freeze Frame.
0: Do you love a freeze
1: frame? I wish every movie ended with freeze frame. Just want a character doing something character-defining. Freeze character frame, defined. fade to black. Fade to, freeze frame, fade to black. Credits. <laughs> yeah. Because it's so good for Bender's character because like, you never see this guy being really upbeat or positive, and so to see him air punch and then freeze on it. So,
0: Ooh, he's, he's like, yeah, I achieved something today. I fucked with these guys. I mean, I messed <laughs> with them.
1: Yeah, well, that's because they do have a very brief scene we, we glossed over where they say, who I think one of them brings it up. You know how oh, are we, we going to be up? friends? In the, yeah, we're going to be yeah. friends on Monday, yeah. Because
0: yeah. it was um, it was uh, Brian. Brian. He's like, "I consider you all friends now, but what happens on Monday?" Yeah, and no one else had thought about it.
1: And then you've got Claire, which is probably one of the better character points of her. Is she's like the honest one, and she's yeah. like, yeah. "You know that she's I'm like, sorry. if he comes up to you and says hello, you you don't. What are you going to tell your friends?" And yeah. there's kind of a sadness in that.
2: Yeah, but she's and she's saying that out of like, I can't talk to you because of what my friends would think. Mm. Whereas uh, Brian, you would think, would genuinely be happy to speak to any Anybody. of them. He doesn't yeah. have any issues. Yeah. Um, and she really doesn't have any issues either, aside from what her friends what think. What other people
1: mm. would think. And I guess that's one of the core things mm. of the film is mm. – yeah, about that individual, and I guess high school is the best place to focus on that because yep. that's where it's at its worst. That's, you know, yeah. You, yeah. magnified. You have that in—I'm sure people have that in jobs and university and stuff like that. But at high school, it is the peak of everyone's so concerned mm-hmm. with what everyone else thinks of them. They don't really stop to think, what do you think of yourself?
0: No. Yeah, we don't have time to think about what you think of yourself as a teenager, right. do you? You're too worried about what everyone else, else, thinks. else is yeah, of you. <laughs> there's a sort of simple no irony, time. To but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, Yeah, no, I agree. Or you just don't care. Yeah, that's that's the method I always took.
2: One of the interesting things I um, noticed with the stereotypes is um, we had the delinquent making rape jokes, and there was a lot of rape jokes in this movie, um, and the jock stands up to him, whereas now I think the movies now would portray more the jocks, yeah, it's true. Making those sort of mm. jokes and the others, or the outcasts, yeah. standing up to them, and yeah. it, that was one of the things that just really—that
1: I, I, is a little bit flipped on its head. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, you're I, right. When
2: did that happen?
1: Yeah, because I mean, when you—I mean, I think of other '80s movies, it's usually the sports. Well, because yeah, they're the tough- usually
0: the type of people that think they can get away with anything. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but I think in, in this case it was more like he was the upstanding guy and I think mm. once upon a time they used to be
0: yeah.
2: considered that way whereas somehow things have got turned around. That's, yeah. that's
0: kind of part of his character as well because he's not he's not a jock because he wanted to be a jock. He's a jock because his dad's forcing him into it. Yes.
1: Yeah, and in some way I guess that's how you being – yeah, if you're going to be analytical of the characters in that way, Bender making those rape jokes is part of his character because mm. – He's doing it because he's trying to get a shock the power. out of her. Yeah, mm. because he's trying to. He he doesn't know how to connect with this girl that he finds interesting. Yeah, and so all he knows is insults and anger. Mm. So he throws that at her. It's kind of the equivalent of a a six year old boy throwing a rock at a six year old girl because he likes her. <laughs> it's stupid and like yeah.
0: yet effective. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's it's just yeah, like yeah, you're right. I didn't even really think about that because. Mm. That's the good thing about this movie is that you can go back and see all those characters, even though they're making fun of the There's sort of a tongue-in-cheek about the stereotypes of the mm. characters in it. There is that really heavy, genuine questions being asked between the characters. And like her, you know, Claire, what's your talent? I can put my lipstick on with my, my <laughs> boobs. It's like that's what she thinks of herself. Yeah. She thinks that's a talent. Mm. And, it's, and you can see Brian's and the others are kind of like, oh, she must have more than this, but she doesn't think she doesn't need yeah. more than this because she's popular. Yeah. She's got her friendship and stuff like that. And then you, you know, you got Brian who doesn't really have a talent but maths and stuff. You're like, it's well, part of the well, physics club. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was another good part is, yeah, he's, he's going to kill himself because he's failing woodshop. And he says, <laughs> I thought that what- would be an easy pass. And you see Bender get, the first time you see Bender get offended, he says, What do you mean you thought it'd be an easy pass? Yeah. And he's like, It's woodshop. You know, like how hard oh, is it? How can I fail it? And he's like, you know, what the fuck? You know, like that's a bit of a flip as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It? That the um the nerd guys saying something offensive to the to the, the um the the oh, well not jock but outcast, and, they, and they, they seem kind of genuinely upset. Like, what do you mean it was going like, to be easy?
0: How hard is it? You pull the trunk and the light comes yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I love um, that um that thing. He's
0: what does he say? He's like without. Maths, there'd be no engineering. And he's like, without without lamps, there'd be no light. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So damn it, I didn't think that far in. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but, yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty much the film. Um, for me, it's definitely recommended. Like I said, it's one of my favourites. Uh, I encourage anyone to watch all John Hughes films. Uh, they're Fair all call. kind of like this. Like, I think 16 Candles is one of the best films ever. But I would, I would love to discuss that with, because that's obviously aimed more at women, the 16 Candles. It's... But I would love to discuss that with, that would be a good one to do in the future with a bunch of women because mm. I, I, I watch it and enjoy it, but I think it's kind of like, it's the one where the, her best friend's like in love with her and like he's trying oh, to yeah. stop her from being in love with this other guy who's a kind of a jerk. But when I re-watched it, like when I watched it as a kid, I loved it and I, I voted for Ducky because I was like, oh, she's like your true love's right in front of her the whole time. Now I think this guy's a creep. <laughs> she doesn't like you, man. Don't force yourself into her life. Like that's really bad. But when I was younger, I was like, why isn't she paying attention to him? But as I've grown older and learned, you know, about how the world works and equality within that world, I look at Ducky now and think, you know, this guys a super creepy. creepy. Like, as her friend, like, he's getting angry because she won't love him. Like, that's not cool. That doesn't make you a good guy. That makes you, like, the bad guy. That makes you forest. a stalker. At least the jerk's being a jerk because he is a jerk and, like, he's not hiding it. You're kind of hiding <laughs> your creepiness.
0: I did find myself quoting 16 Candles the other day. Yes. Of all the random things to quote,
1: you know, where is my automobile? <laughs> <laughs> where is my, yes, yes. <sighs> 16 Candles, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You've got to watch that. Ferris Bueller's Day okay. Off is,
0: yeah. It's in the shelf. Just pick it up. And Just pick it, it up,
1: put it on. Weird Science is great and holds up. Planes, trains, automobiles. Brilliant.
0: I love that movie.
1: That's great. I think that's kind of I think John Hughes wrote those movies as he's they're kind of like almost as he gets older like it's and like he's high school, as well. he's just out of high school, he's a parent, you know, like <laughs> he's <laughs> he's a this parent is what dealing happens in adulthood. Yeah, this is adulthood. <laughs> I just want to see my family for the holidays, you know. Uh and obviously we have a lot of uh John Candy in there, rest in peace. And
0: there's a bit of crossover with um like Home Alone, Planes, Trains and Automobiles, yep. all that type of, you kind of get the same characters popping yeah, in. Yeah, pretty in pink, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah he didn't, uh, John Hughes is probably one of my favourite filmmakers, and, but he didn't really need to make overtly complex things, but he was able to pick the mundane and the normal of life and put a magnifying glass mm-hmm. on it and make you yeah. ask questions about it. A little outdated now, these are films that are, Neon, on 40, 30, 40 years old. I still think they but, up.
2: It's uh, relevant.
1: Yeah, I still think the questions are the same. I just mm. mean the viewpoints might have changed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but for me, definitely recommend a Breakfast Club. Uh, originally was going to be called The Lunch Bunch. Oh, yeah. That's no. what IMDb told me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. If, like, if that was the working title, The Lunch Bunch, <laughs> I don't know if it would have. I think, they, as long <laughs> I think as they've the done better. Yeah. The Breakfast Club is way much more <laughs> iconic. <laughs> But, yeah, definitely recommend for me, Nat.
2: Yeah, I loved it.
1: Yeah, enjoyed yeah, it. Really first time. Yeah,
2: I, um, I laughed a yeah. lot of the way through it. Yeah.
1: The I humour's did. very dry as well, yeah. I think, that's, in some parts. Yeah, that's that, my, that, yeah, that yeah, that's my cup you. of tea. So, yeah, I all three of us on the same page there. Marky Mark? Um,
0: well, I think the first time I saw this movie start to finish was probably only about 10 years ago. So I was probably late to seeing it in its entirety. Um, but it is such a good film and it's amazing how um, the stereotypes have maintained. Like, I I think that's a pretty accurate depiction of what people's stereotypes were like when we went mm-hmm. to high school. Like, yeah. Oh, I, think I agree. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. are
1: probably high school times yeah. at the same
0: time. The the staying power of those stereotypes seems to be infinite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah the sports still,
1: people still got special jackets. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. But that still happened. Yeah. there's
0: there's still the popular girl because she's pretty and yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's how it works. And um, which
2: which groups outclass the other groups. There's still yeah. kind of that pecking order still, still there. Yeah. There's
0: yeah. still plenty of relevance in this film for modern audiences. Yeah. Um so yeah, absolutely. It's quite interesting. Certainly if you haven't seen it, you really <laughs> should have seen it.
1: I'd love them to. It would have be been great if they'd done a sequel, and it was like a ten-year reunion. The Dinner Club. <laughs> the Dinner Club. The di- the, no, the Lunch Bunch. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah they've they, already got the title. Yeah, they, they've, they've only just <laughs> had breakfast. Silly <laughs> me. Because it kind of makes me think. Of, I didn't go to my ten-year reunion. I missed it. Have you? Did you I, yours? I think so I had better things to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, yeah. I did. I wanted to go purely out of curiosity, but part of me is like, "Don't! You'll just get yourself. <laughs> right. You will just upset someone. <laughs> you'll make someone. You'll make some vegetarian cry, <laughs> and you'll be the bad guy."
0: Happens every time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Three recommends again for the Breakfast Club. Uh, check it out if you're not familiar with John Hughes' uh, body of work. Good I Good catalog. I do. Really good. Do recommend up. you dive into it. Uh, I have a list now. <laughs> yes, a, a new list. Your a a a list, new list has grown <laughs> and I suspect <laughs> will continue to grow. Yes. Moving into this third film where we go five years back from 1985 to 1980, for those who can't do maths, to The Shining. <laughs> Shh, boy, do The get sued. <laughs> the, obviously, that's The Shining and we're referencing the wonderful Simpsons who did the best.
0: I might see if I can parodies. get that soundbite in there and, oh, not, and just not get sued, sued <laughs> as much as you
1: can. Um, obviously Stanley Kubrick made this film. It's, uh, there's a great documentary on it called Room 237, which I highly recommend you watch if you ever get the chance about the troubles and trials and getting this film made and the translation from the book. Cause as you mentioned earlier, it's another Steve, Stephen King novel.
0: Which being a Stephen King, it would be four volumes and 19,000 pages. Oh yeah.
1: There's some amazing, even just go on the internet and look at some of the behind the scenes Photos are brilliant um, with Stephen King on set. Uh, Kubrick is the writer and director. Obviously, he's done big films like Spartacus, Doctor Strange Love, um, the, well, yeah, the um, Full Metal Jacket is what I'm trying to think of. Mm. Two thousand one, Lolita, and A Clockwork Orange. How we going on that? Any None. Of these? None. None. Of these
2: <laughs> Do you know they watched A Clockwork Orange in my psych lectures. That's a tough watch. That they played it in um, psych. Really? Um, when I was in uni. Yeah. And I missed that. Lecture that week. Why did they play it in
1: Psych? What was the.
2: I don't know. I wasn't there.
1: Because it's a busted up film that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We could spend two hours talking about it, and there's a lot of heavy topics in that film that I think. We are going to talk about it oh, in the I future. Think we're cover We've it. got an
0: episode coming up. Yeah,
1: I think we. Including that, about don't we? It. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Because that one's, yeah. Uh, Runtime two hours and 26 minutes. This guy's a beast of a film. It was long. It's long, and it's classic Kubrick in the sense that it's long because. He draws you right out before he pulls you back in, mm-hmm. especially when you're talking about um, a film about isolation. He does have a very recognizable style as well. Oh yeah. Think, yeah. So. yeah, yes. Uh, big stars, obviously, just Jack Nicholson and uh, Shelley Duvall as the the leads. Uh, the Torrance families was it uh, Jack and Wendy? Yeah, and their little son Danny. Danny's awesome. In Danny this is film. awesome. Danny's Such
0: great. A, like he's not very old. Would he be like between eight to ten?
1: Yeah, not even. not even that age, not he's even. A younger. he is he is I mean, killing it Tony's for his age. Tony's little friend. Yeah. yeah, That freaks me out straight yeah. away yeah, in the opening love, scene when he's talking to his little <laughs> finger and he has a little Tony voice, he's got a voice. like this.
0: <laughs> like that kid is killing. You're it. in the
1: other room, you hear your kid having a conversation. How are you going, Daddy Tony? I'm good. How are you, Daddy? Like, I'd be freaking out. I'd be like, what is wrong with my kid? Uh, which is what we learned very quickly. This family has obviously just been through some kind of ordeal. Um uh, Jack, uh, Jack Nicholson's character, Jack. That's good. Ironic, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh Jack, uh, I guess we're impl- – I mean, it's pretty heavily implied that he hit the kid, right? Well, he, he, he dislocated, dislocated, dislocated his shoulder. His yeah, because yeah. he picked he him up. grabbed him and, and – yeah. yeah, but is that all or do we think that there was more to it than that? It was just – That's all we get told, but – Because he, he kind of explains it to one of the ghosts later on where he's like, I just picked him up with an ounce more pressure than I would have normally mm-hmm. – yeah. He clearly has issues. He's an angry guy. Yeah, yeah. Like you get the idea that maybe that it, that was the cr- that was the crest that broke it. Sort
0: I, of. I do love the um, the scene where Wendy's explaining
1: how it happened. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> or like, to the it, social it was it a social is. worker? Or? Social worker, I assume. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like this weird, like oh, you know, it could have. It was just an accident. It could have happened to anybody. It's like
1: yeah, one yeah. of those things
2: you do a hundred. What's times? scary is <laughs> it's
1: 1980. This film was made. And that's shit that you hear today in real yeah. life yeah. about abuse and stuff we like that. We haven't gotten any better. Yeah, mm. that's so scary to think like nearly 40 years later we're still hearing- Let's make excuses for the guy Let's that got drunk ex- and yeah, got drunk tried and to break his the kid. kid's arm. Yeah, like it's- mm. um-
2: That's a typical um, domestic violence, st- not stance, that's a bad word to use. But think it's um, sense kind of- Yeah, like the beaten down- mm. yep, have to justify it
1: yeah and it's we kind of get wendy is a little bit of a she's on an edge she's a woman oh, yeah. on edge, though. So, you know you talk about the smoking she's like a chimney mm. in this film yeah
0: when it's not in her hand it's smoky away in the ashtray yeah the, yeah and like you always
1: get the impression this woman's wound super tight because she's worried her husband could go off mm. which is i think is great for the story because you've got this wound tight family that's well, I didn't even talk about the plot, but the plot is this Wound-type family is going to this hotel that shuts down over the winter season. Because it gets snowed in. Because it gets snowed in, and they have to, for three or three months while they're closed, have to run everything because otherwise everything gets iced over and snowed. So the family lives there in isolation, um, and obviously there's uh, the hotel has a bit of a history of death and murder. Which and, is uh, weird because they, they
0: yeah. recount the story to him before he takes the job. It's like, now you are aware
1: this happened. <laughs> Yeah. A guy
0: went crazy yeah. to hack his family yeah. to death with an axe. That's, so, it's like,
1: that's oh. so good. He's in the interview and he's like, all right, so, yeah, that's great. Everything's good. Oh, one last thing. By well, the way. <laughs> um, your predecessor, <laughs> he went crazy and cut up his wife and two daughters into pieces and stacked them in the lounge room.
0: And then blew his brains
1: out with a shotgun. Uh, and yep. then took a barrel of shotgun under the mouth. Yeah. yeah. that's fine. My wife yeah. will be- That won't be a problem. Check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we've established that he's a writer that's down on his luck. And yeah. so he's, you know, willing to take any job he can so get. So he
0: was a teacher and he hated it? He a teacher. Right?
1: I think he, yeah, he mentions he didn't like that. Now he's trying to write his, you know, big novel. Mm. And he thinks this will be the way to do it. I can get paid to look after his hotel and write. And my my daughter and my son, my son mm. and my wife will, you know, run, ar- run amok.
2: Mm And he'll be isolated, so he'll
0: have quiet. Yes. Yes. Peace and
1: quiet. No one will bother him. So that's what I think Kubik does really well in this. He establishes characters super fast. Mm. So we've got this family. We know each character now in the family. We know what there is, and we're going to put them in this weird situation that's going to turn up the temperature on the whole family. Um, And, uh, oh, that was when we also – we should mention – Mr. O, Mr. Halloran, Halloran. Mr. Halloran, Halloran, yeah, who is the uh, what is he? He's the, he's the chef. He's the head chef of the hotel. head chef. Yeah, yeah. so but he has a, a small connection with with Denny.
0: Yeah, so they do a little bit of a tour of the kitchen and the storerooms, and yeah, um, he shows Wendy where all the food's kept because naturally in the eighties the woman does all the kitchen work. Yes, of
1: course. Yeah, um, you and then, put your feet up by the fire. I'll, I'll show right. the woman the kitchen. <laughs> that's
0: right. <laughs> and um, and then yes, he's he's mind communicating with Denny. Yes. Danny? Danny? Danny. Danny. I've got, um, I've got other. No, characters. Danny, you're
1: thinking yeah. of John Cusack. I am thinking of John Cusack. How could you not think of young John Cusack?
0: Uh, so yeah, he mind communicates with Danny and, 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 uh, he knows that his pet name is Doc. Yes. I'm like, how did
1: you know that? So. Yeah. So we get a little bit of the kid shinning powers there. <laughs> you got the shining, shining boy. <laughs> Which comes back later in the film. So yeah, the rest of the film set obviously in the hotel. Um, Rather quickly, I might add, uh, Jack Nicholson shuns all the chores they're supposed to do, uh, yes. and poor Wendy's stuck doing all the, which everything. she seems to like, but she's doing What everything. else is she going to do? I guess you're bored out of your brains. I mean, you might as well follow a schedule. The little kid's having a dream because he's in this big hotel. He can spread he's all his toys his out. He's riding his tricycle around. He's riding his awesome tricycle around. The design, I just want to talk about the design of the hotel is brilliant, I think. The use of colour, like, you know, mm. I don't think a real hotel could exist like that even in the 80s with. Bright blue walls and then bright red walls. And then that carpet is the, like the worst piece of carpet. Um, but, yeah, he's riding his little tricycle around and we start to see supernatural occurrences. They do their
0: mm-hmm. darndest to make it really inconvenient for them as well. They've got the, the scene where she, um, Wendy makes breakfast and takes it to their residence. She has to walk for like forty five minutes to get the trolley there. Yeah, down. and that's part of this two and a half hour timeline because <laughs> yeah.
1: we, we're with her during that walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She
0: we, we get every second of that walk. It's yeah, like an episode um, of twenty four.
1: Yeah, yeah, Kubrick's brilliant visuals and moves the camera down the hallways and but yeah. I we, love all the following shots. The following this, shots. The oh, following the tricycle shot is so iconic so to me. Good. It's it's
2: it's scary. It yeah, it hangs
1: me out Yeah. Those two little girls, are you saying? Like that got you. No, there? no, no. Him Just the following riding shots. Following yeah, him
2: on the tricycle because like, he's constantly going around the corners as well. Yeah. So I was constantly on What's edge waiting for What's something. The
1: yeah. Like it's fair to say this is kind of a horror film. It like, is. It's very scary, but it, t- it doesn't take a very traditional approach to horror. No. It's not a jump out um, of the shadows in. And no. Boom. You know, it, it, like, as Jack Nicholson goes mad, he starts just, like, the, the ghosts are just, like, talking to him rather openly. Yeah, like, yeah. just
0: in full. And he's, he, like, he gets progressively um, the like, five o'clock shadow turned into yeah. stubble. and Starts drinking heavily. The eyes seem to be higher up in his eyelids yeah, as well. Like, he, starts, he actually plays it really well. He goes well. for Nicholson a few times, <laughs> yeah. which is
1: really good. Which is
0: good, because he is... Jack Nicholson. It's worked out well, yeah, because yeah, that's that how he, appropriate. he coined the phrase. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah, no, he, he's really good at it. And, and obviously Danny starts to see more of the house. He finds the two little girls. Mm. Don't ever go is, into
0: room 237. No. Promise me.
1: Yeah, room 237. Um, <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. That like, was weird. So Danny comes running out. he's got bruises on his neck. We're jumping all over the place here, but yeah, the plot's pretty straightforward. You need to get slowly mad and we'll get to the end at the point. He comes around and he's got bruises on his neck and she's like she flips out and blames him rightly so because he's got a past on mm-hmm. it. He's like it wasn't me, it wasn't me. I was here, you know. I'll go and check the room out. He sees a lovely naked woman in the in bathroom. The bath. So he starts making out with her. Naturally. That's your instincts. Yep. Why not? She's not young. She turns into an old ghost beast. Yeah. <laughs> she is yeah, d- like death, I guess, and she's Decomposing peeling off and, and flesh falling he off. He turns the light on and you realize, you know, like oh my god, she's a dead ghost ghoul.
0: You know, like, we've all been there.
1: We've all been to the twenty first century dance club. Been there when the lights have come on. I mean, we've been there. I've done that. Oh my god, I'm sure that's
0: been done to me. Can we talk about the guy getting a blowjob from someone in a monkey suit?
1: Oh yes, please, please, I what? want to talk about that. What's with so? That? This is the first time Wendy sees a ghost, a supernatural experience. Yeah. Is when she's running through the house looking for him.
0: She sees an open and door. She sees an open door to a room, and there's a a guy in a, a furry monkey, suit monkey kind bear of suit, yeah. suit
1: going down on another guy, which yeah. I think might have been the waiter, maybe. Yeah, who's he laying back also on the bed and, they, sits and they, he sits up. up and they look at her. She's freaked out about it. I'm freaked out about it. I wouldn't have run away. I would have been like, questions. <laughs> Why the monkey Why are, she why are really you know, here? <laughs> she doesn't really know about
0: ghosts, really. No. She doesn't have any and, pre... And they're supposed to be in the hotel alone. Yes. It's just the three of
1: them. So she, I'd be like, did you choke my child? Did, or, did you break in? Yeah. What are you doing here? Where did you get that costume? <laughs> <laughs> why, are you, why, why are you wearing that? that? Can you give her a head job in a mask? What's <laughs> <laughs> logistically going on here. <laughs> yeah. But obviously she's got a lot more on her plate at that stage.
0: <laughs> that monkey did have um, a constantly shocked look on his
1: face. <laughs> he did look... <laughs> Is that how they die? Like, are they stuck like that forever? (laughs) They sneak away from the party. That's where their ghost is stuck on a loop forever. That's the worst way. That's like hell. Stuck in a head job for everyone involved, a never ending head job. That's like one of the circles of the nine circles of hell, right? You never get to finish the head job, or you're always giving a head job. The two worst outcomes. (laughs) <laughs> Terrible. Because the rest of the ghosts we know are located in the the Ball gold room. room. Yeah, the gold room. Which is where they're celebrating 1921's, I assume so, because yes. at the end we see the photo, it says Yeah, uh, New Year's Eve. And that's where Jack keeps going back. And at first he goes back and there's just the waiter. The bartender. Lloyd. Yes. And then he goes back. Obviously, the rest of the party starts to show up, and but he just mm. seems unfazed by it and-
0: well, by that point, he's completely lost his bananas. Mm-hmm.
1: But how good are these scenes in terms of like film scenes to watch? Mm. The way Lloyd handles Jack, and Jack's just like, "Well, I like to know who buys my drinks," and you know, he's like, <laughs> "Your money's no good. Your here, money's sir. no yeah. good here, sir." And he's like, mm. But uh, the way he snaps, and then there's the really weird part where Grady, the previous, the guy who hacked, car, who hacked his family death is like a waiter, and Jack knocks his drinks over, and he so he goes, "Oh, come with me, sir. I'll clean your jacket up in the bathroom." Really weird, trippy, red-painted bathroom, and then they have the most obscure conversation. Like, and it's just almost like they're reverse psychology him into yeah. killing his family. Like, yeah. well, when my family had a problem, I corrected it. You know, yeah. it's like he's almost <laughs> challenging him to murder yeah. his family. <laughs> Will
0: you correct it?
1: Yeah, and it's like part of me sort of sniggered through it, but part of me was like really uncomfortable with it. Like, <laughs> it walks a very fine, but that's Kubrick in general. Like Clockwork mm-hmm. Orange is another great example of just. If Why you're not uncomfortable that? watching that's that. so uncomfortable, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um Yeah, that's yeah, that scene's just corrected my children. My my daughters felt like mm. that too, and I corrected. But then they must that's what fascinates me is they talk about his son shining. They're like he's trying to contact outside help. You know, mm. He's trying to bring an outside party into this situation. Yes. they are like, oh, so the house doesn't like the shining.
0: The ha- the house has something against it, or the hotel yeah. has something
1: against it. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, the hotel's trapping people in endless head job loops. <laughs> but okay. it's got time to So you lost your voting name, yeah. rights, hotel. You're out, hotel.
0: <sighs> um, I, I do like and I I like that we get to see it a lot of times, is the blood waterfall. Oh it's yeah, so, double doors. Like, So visually rich, like yeah. just the way it it comes in slow motion and there's so much of it and the furniture starts to move mm, and, and then it splashes and up against it's the so camera. red and it's just like it's really
1: and I think that that's I think Wendy sees that right after the head job loop, doesn't she? She goes around the <laughs> corner and she sees the awkward. elevator doors.
0: Yeah. Um I think she's that like, is oh! correct. yeah. And now
1: she's like in full swing of mm-hmm. And
0: that's I think that is the the trigger that um Danny gets when he's brushing his teeth and you That's know, right, yes. We get the visit yes. from the doctor yes. And, yep. and Yes. Um, yes. And yes. That, so he sees that multiple times and yeah, he sees he the does, twin girls right. and so And more- you get that
1: flash of the twin girls chopped up on the floor and you're like, yeah. oh, Jesus Christ. So
0: they give you some some pretty good gore.
1: Yeah,
2: when you're talking about red, um, I noticed it a lot through the um, the film, like you're saying, through the um, the bathroom and wherever. Um, and I remember watching the uh, what do you call it? The audio commentary of the Sixth Sense, and they were saying that they used red all the way through when you see the ghosts, and it made me think, oh, I wonder if that's the same sort of thing that's happening because when there was something supernatural going on there was a lot of red in the room. Yeah. So I'd be interested to go back again. And, and watch it
1: with that in Not mind. that
2: I want to watch it again.
1: It's but two, two and a half hours. <laughs> it did freak you out a bit. It
2: did, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think you're probably onto something. I think yeah. colour, I didn't really look at it from that technical kind of view, but I think next time I watch it I probably will because I, yeah. right. I think colours being used. Yes. Like the blue hallway is in the calming scenes. Yeah. And then you've got the red, then you've got the yellows in there. In there room they're staying in where everything's yes. kind of neutral in yep. that room. Yeah. And then you're right, because red pops up somewhere else very prominently.
2: There's a lot, There's yeah. There's a few scenes where it's like, That's, why is that painted
1: red? Yeah.
2: And was his bike red as well?
1: The tricycle yeah. might have been. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But,
2: yeah, there was a lot of red through it and it was sort of in your face at some point and it just it, – Triggered that sixth yeah, sense thing, which is
1: which I think is good because it's kind of like yeah, it's, it is playing with your mind a little mm. bit, which is probably the idea of the house as well. Like that maybe the house is more than just the hotel is more than just what's it called the overlook, overlook, the overlook. Yeah, yeah that's right. Maybe it's more than just that, you know. Mm. Um, and at this point, I guess we should get towards the end of the film. I guess where poor, poor Mr. Halloran. Yeah. Mm, I right. didn't see he's, that
0: coming. He's freaking out. Because, he didn't see that coming. No, he's freaking out because he knows something's going down yep. and, and they're in trouble. Because so. he has his special sh- shinning with, with, yeah. the, with young dad. Yeah, he's sitting on his bed in, in Miami, Florida, Florida? Yep, yep. having a good old time and he's saying, oh, no, I'm going to have to do something here. So he hops on a plane. Yeah. He flies to wherever they are. Somewhere,
1: yeah, Oregon or
0: something. <laughs> and, uh, and then he has to call... Call his friend to get a snow bob. He's going to hire a car, drive five hours to get a snowcat. <laughs> yep. To probably snowcat another few hours up. Oh, the mountain. easily, yeah. Because the thing doesn't move fast. It was
1: like a two-hour drive on road. Yeah, so well, through snow yeah. would be hours.
0: Um, and so he gets there, and he he walks into the hotel to lend a
1: hand. I guess straight in the front door. Yep. Bang. Hello, Jack. <laughs> Hello, Jack. Axe to the chest. Axe to the chest. Wow, like. We we could safely say a day, maybe two days worth of traveling. Mm. Yeah, and he gets in the door, and, and he's been in
0: the, the door the thirty seconds. He gets yeah, an less than thirty seconds.
1: Cob snakes the chest, left to die on the floor.
0: Yeah, and he's also the only character that actually meets his demise by Jack. True, as well. True. Yes. So Jack gets a kill up, but he gets um, a kill count. Poor Mister Halloran, he didn't deserve that. No, like you feel really bad for him. Like He did provide a, a snow cat to escape. He did save the yes. family. Well,
1: yeah. the saner members
2: of the family, yes. Yeah, in a roundabout
1: yeah. way he saved them, yeah. which is he good. He had to sacrifice himself to do it. But and- I guess that's why this film isn't conventional because it does stuff like that. <laughs> Pop. Yeah, to the all chair. this investment in this guy and you're getting nothing for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's when they run outside and Jack obviously takes after uh, Danny into the maze. Into the maze. Which yeah. I love the maze because the maze is great sim- sim, you know symbology – Symbolical, symbol. I'm tripping over words tonight. It's okay. <laughs> I expect that from you. The, the maze is a good symbol of, like, his sanity as well, right? So, like, he's lost in his own internal maze in his mind, and now he's going to get lost in this snow maze. Mm-hmm. And at this point, the snow is falling heavily. Mm. And I we love get, all this. We get a
0: good little glimpse of the intelligence of, I don't know if we're dealing with Danny or Tony at this point. Yeah, he maybe. he backtracks over mellow. his own, yeah, he backtracks. Backs over his own footprints.
1: Yes, mm. to lose him, and then he and gets ducks out. under the thing. And so when Jack's chasing him, and the visuals in this is in fact my favourite, and I find this really unsettling, and really creepy. frantic. Mm-hmm. This puts me off. This guy running through this maze, breathing heavily, yeah, really really, his axe, looking—you yeah. know—the snow's falling. It's and really the foggy. Lights from the, ground. the lights yeah. coming from you. that to me is scarier than any stupid paranormal activity jump mm. scare, like this guy mm. hunting you in a maze. Gives me the chills. And he's know? just
0: chopped someone up, so you know he's going to do it. And he's
1: insane. He's yelling he's out to you. He's chasing his own yeah, son. He has, yeah, he's going <sighs> to kill his own son. But, yeah, obviously, um, yeah, he gets lost and Danny double backs and- or uh, Danny or maybe Danny, Tony. Yeah, who knows? Who, which uh, and punch I, of I,
0: I'm assuming he follows his own tracks back out.
1: Yes, yeah. So
0: he was very calculated in his in his plan. Yeah. And poor Jack's left to freeze to death in the maze. And
1: that, I love how they do that. Yeah. <laughs> like he's running through and then it's a smash cut. Yeah. To frozen Jack, yeah. He's just sit on the ground, frozen solid, like killed by nature. Like that's <laughs> the end of him, end of the movie, you know. Like, yeah. and then we see obviously the the um, Wendy and uh, Danny get away, but what a brutal way to end a film, just like boom, <clears throat> you're dead, <laughs> like, we, we, frozen yeah. solid.
0: We we get some um some good face slapping moments at the end of the film because you've got the axe to the chest, you've got the frozen body, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, um. Yeah, the ending's the endings almost rushed, really, when you think of a mm. two-and-a-half-hour film. It, it, the ending takes place like 20 minutes of the back half. Yeah, we've got, we've got
0: two hours of let's slowly go crazy in a hotel. Yeah. And then it's kind of just bang, 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 all right, film's over.
1: But the good thing Kubrick does is, especially I think in all these films I talked about there, um, you don't know how it's going to end because mm. you don't know what it's yeah. capable of. It's yeah. really yeah. good at
0: creepy music.
1: Oh, well, yeah, the scariness of the, the undertone. And stuff. I just love the design of the hotel and- what a great idea, like, to set someone isolated like that. Like, I don't, that must happen, I guess, if hotels have got to be maintained during it's, winter. It's really well
0: established as well. Like, the movie, you get straight into that. He's driving there, and, and they even say in the opening, "I oh, did it in three and a half hours. So they set the seclusion of the hotel really well.
1: Again, this is one of those books I really should have read, but I haven't yet. But someone tells me that, uh, there's a lot more at the start of the film in the book. There's a lot more story at the start. Yeah, of more than in the of the film. family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they obviously cut a lot of that out. I mean, they're up to two and a half hours already. That <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> was a wise idea. Otherwise, we don't a need another three-part Stephen a,
0: King film adaptation. Yeah. Is there a
2: director's cut for this
1: one? I think that's it. The two and a half hours. Right. Like, I don't think. I think they had a theatrical cut that was like twenty minutes shorter when it was okay. released yeah. in the eighties. But yeah, I, would have thought I mean, Tardis you know, Spartacus should- and Clockwork Orange and stuff. Even The Leader, I think, clocks in at nearly two hours. Like Kubrick.
0: He knows how to make a long film. He knows how to
1: make a long film. He's a bit of a genius, uh, but he knows how to make a very long film.
0: And a weird film.
1: Yes, very weird film. But I find it pleasurable. Like, I can watch that two and a half hours really comfortably, Mm. but other films we've watched for two and a half hours I've, like, grinded myself to get through. Yeah. Whereas this I didn't have to at all.
0: There's been shorter films we've watched that we've had to grind through. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking at you, (laughs) 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 the Yeah,
1: that was the biggest grind. The um, I think I watched this at like, about, I went to bed at like one a.m. and I put it on. Wow, uh, and it was just like a bad, bad decision. Idea. Yeah, and then bad I went to work and I was really tired and I was kind of like, <laughs> shouldn't have watched this like at night by myself. No, um, it was a little bit chilly, which is good because uh, I find myself being very desensitized to things, and so I like it when a movie gives me the chills. Yeah, because it means oh, it's i it's still careful. I capable. find
0: it so much more effective than the way we do horror, horror now, now. Yeah. yeah absolutely where um, it's always it's shock and awe and, you, and you, you're right you get desensitised to it
1: you do I mean this, and there's no stakes in modern horror whereas in, yeah. in this kind of stuff like I like and you
0: don't know what windy, to expect like, you know well, yeah
1: you don't know what's going to happen like you were saying mm.
0: that like you were worried every time the kid went around a corner mm-hmm. on his tricycle that someone was going to mess him up <laughs> he's going to meet an axe
1: oh what's we didn't even see? discuss the classic axe through the door here's Johnny yeah <laughs> it's been ripped off about a thousand times but yeah, it's in there and it's kind of prevalent. But
0: he ha- he hacks his way through two doors. I went a door early. I said to Ned, oh, "Here comes the. the oh yeah, no! Yeah, yeah. Oh no! I've gone a door early. Oh uh, no! I hate it when you come a door <laughs> what early. Was the, what? <laughs> what was the first line? I can't remember what yeah, he I says when he hacks yeah. through the first door. And then then you get the here's Johnny. Yeah. She yeah. slashes him with the knife and he runs away. Again, you've got an axe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. She has
0: a knife. Yeah. I'm sure you'll be okay.
1: Um, and probably just, I guess we didn't cover Tony more. I wish we had more time for Tony, but uh,
0: what a great, great little James character. Oh, I just so, love the so voice good.
1: that kid makes. And he does it again when he's having that dream. Yeah. Oh, oh man. He red rum. He's all red, red yeah. rum. Red rum. <laughs> red rum. And, you're like,
0: and then you see oh, in the God. mirror, it's <laughs> like, murder on the Wait door. Wait a minute,
1: it's murder. <laughs> I remember when I first saw that, and I would have been like 15. I was like,
0: that's Oh, my murder. God. <laughs> I was like,
1: red I was like, rum. Stanley Kubrick's a genius. <laughs> Spelt spelled the word backwards. <laughs> uh, not so impressed these days, but still, it's nice. Uh, for me, it's definitely recommend, uh, but, yeah, make sure you've got the time for it. Like, pick an appropriate time, not 1 o'clock in the during morning. During a friend, Yeah, that's <laughs> right. And maybe watch it, yeah, watch it during the day with a friend if you're easily. Have a scare buddy with you. Yeah, I'd love my sisters to watch this because they, they scare quite easily and they're, they're the type that watch horror movies during the day to sort of counterbalance With all the, the blinds open, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, definitely recommend from me.
0: Are we are we likely to get any films in the category of films you movies you really should have seen that we don't recommend? I wouldn't think so. I hope so. so otherwise, clearly, that's the point. Clearly, I'm recommending. Well, maybe this like movie. The Room, right? Like you know, well, uh, but I think
1: everyone should see that. But you might be on your own in that one. I could definitely be on my own in that one. <laughs> um, if you didn't like it,
0: but yeah, this, it's a really good film. It's just well made. I think everything Stanley Kubrick's ever done's a good film. You can't go wrong with one of his films, except maybe Eyes Wide Shut. That was weird.
1: Yeah, and I'm not counting AI because. Spielberg finished that
0: one off. Yeah, that doesn't count. Um, but absolutely recommend from me. It's a classic. If you haven't seen The Shining, there's something wrong with you. Yes. I'm, mm-hmm. looking, I'm looking at you. In now. my
2: defence, I did start watching it that that is about true. six years ago and <laughs> got too freaked out about 20 minutes in. Wow. So
1: what <laughs> set you off? Like, you're like, I'm not. This I'm done with this. Yeah. I can could- do you remember?
2: No, is
0: it the f- is it kind of the the folklore about it that set you off? Uh-huh. Do you think like you're expecting it to be a really
1: scary film? Yeah, but
2: possibly. But I did start watching it on my own. Mm. Um, it might have been the girls. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, watching sat- the hallway
1: scene is a very yeah. unsettling scene.
2: Watching it now, I didn't get very far into the movie at all. But I and I was on my own, um, and I think. Patrick was a baby. He was really little. Um, and Mark was at work. And I just went, No, I'll do this later when <laughs> Mark's home. <I> don't need <laughs> and then never went now. back to it. Oh, yeah. yep.
0: well, this would have been when we were making your list of why haven't you seen these movies? Yeah. we were trying to check a few off. Yeah. That's a long list. Yeah. yeah. I got a lot of work to do. It's a long yep. learning. It's a long learning. <laughs> and I mean, I've seen a lot of mo- movies, but I've got nothing on you, Shane. You've seen yeah, like, four times movies. the amount of movies I've that's, seen. That's
1: that's the advantage of being eternally single. Mm. Um, <laughs> sadness, lots of sadness. <laughs> but you get of sadness? in a lot of movies. <laughs> sadness <laughs> and masturbation, sunny size, yeah. like tons of movies. <laughs> um, do you
0: do your left hand or your right hand for that? Do you know?
1: I, I'm pretty sure I've ended relationships because of these kinds of things. Because I'll be so like masturbation. What? You won't watch me <laughs> masturbate? No. I've been like, well, how have you not seen this? And like, I get really passionate I get about outraged. it. And you know, they're like, you get so angry over the simplest things. I'm just so pretty sure girls have broken myself. up with me because of movies. movies. I guarantee you, at least one girl has broken up with me because of movies. I'd believe it. Because you know how silly I get when I get you, you passionate. passionate. It's not silly, it's passion. You can't call a it's girlfriend endearing. a motherfucker for not have seen any weird science. Now
0: I have to edit that out. No, you
1: don't. <laughs> uh, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Uh, But after all that, you would recommend the film Still to People?
2: I think so. I think it's something that you should see.
1: Definitely I think I like yeah. it because you can go back and watch it and get more out of it. Mm. Yeah. See now that you've said the colour thing, I kinda wanna go back and watch it for the
2: Yeah, thing, eh? I don't think I'd subject myself to it again. No,
1: fair enough. You've So off the you
2: can go look at that colour thing for the You've me. got
1: <laughs> way more work ahead of you anyway. <laughs> yes, so I do. don't
3: you, we have you have years viewings of are off
1: the table for you for <laughs> <We're laughs> at least have time the for second this. year. <laughs> you can't watch this. another movie ever again twice for at least five years. We're gonna <laughs> have okay. to get
0: some VR goggles so we can do one in each eye. And just
1: get no two movies at once. Well, that was that was the three movies. It we got was three recommends, which would hopefully, as you said, should have such good movies. And like yeah, you it was said, a at pleasure. The start, some weeks are tough to watch three movies. Yeah, some weeks are enjoyable to watch three movies. I knock them out real quick. Like you
0: said at the start, the the list for movies you should have seen is enormous.
1: Yeah, we put a lot of effort into this, like thinking about like we really sort of.
0: And there was some selfishness in this as well because I wanted to make sure we were doing the two birds with one stone. We had to pick movies that Nat hadn't seen Yes, yes. that you really should have seen as well. So Yeah, because uh, we wanted that first-time reaction. We mentioned last week and in closing the movies we were going to watch, which we didn't end up watching because, yeah, you know, we weren't organised.
1: We don't care. If <laughs> you don't like it, unsubscribe. Please don't unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. He was joking. I'm just kidding. Please was stop. part
2: of the issue some of the movies you picked that I had actually in actually the meantime seen. I think you had seen some because
1: yeah. yeah. we sort of went through the big ones. We should we usually, we usually like to do a bit of honourable mention, things like yeah, Goodfellas. We're so yeah, I we're going to do, do Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank, which Shoreshank. is actually one of my favourites. I've seen yeah. Shawshank a million times. So. Yeah, see, that's one of the ones where when he said it, I'm like, seriously, everyone's seen. Like, if you are, I, I get, please, if you have not seen Shawshank Redemption... <laughs> Contact me. We will get you help. Like, <laughs> you need to see that movie. We're not going to pay for help, yeah. but
0: we'll find someone. I will drive
1: you. a copy of the – I will pay for a copy of the movie if you have not seen it, <laughs> and I will mail it to you myself. Uh What were some of the others we went over? There was one I found that Car- I hadn't seen and you were shocked by, but I can't remember what it was. I Karate
2: Kid was one of the ones, who, because I was very yep. late to see that yeah. too.
0: That's only been in recent, like, I think the last within year, maybe? the last year, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was definitely <laughs> – uh, and there's yeah. me going all Mr Miyagi on mm-hmm. you, like, oh, this is where he does the paint the fence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get so excited by Mr Miyagi. That's a, definitely an uh, you should have seen. Um, really, should have seen Godfather. Yeah. yeah, the Godfather, yeah. Goodfellas. Would you
0: put Scarface in there as well? I, I, I would put Scarface I, I, all, in those there, get, all those Casino, all those. Yeah.
1: yeah, at some point or another in your life, you should have binged a bunch of like, um nineteen eighties to nineties, <laughs> just a you know.
0: bunch of Pacino movies. Yeah, yeah, mafia
1: movies and stuff like anything
0: that anything Scorsese.
1: Like A Time to Kill, I think, was one yep. of those ones. Um, yeah. Try to think of what is the one I haven't seen that I always caught flack for and I keep meaning to watch it, but it's it's lost on me if I remember. It's almost. definitely not The Princess Bride. It's not The Princess Bride, man. I've seen that I've seen that so many times. You wore that VHS You had to board. go and buy the DVD. <laughs> I own the DVD. I've got it on Blu-ray. Wow. Uh, I'd buy it on Laserdisc if it was available. Do you have The Princess Cut? I don't <laughs> have The Princess Cut, no. No. Um, that's it for that episode. It is. Thank you to your lovely wife for joining us. Yes, thank you, lovely wife, She's quite eloquent, almost more than you are. I wouldn't go that far. There was moments where I was like, have I chosen the wrong lapthorn?
0: (laughs) Maybe. She does make very good points. (laughs) You do
1: raise some good points. We're getting some really good guests lately. I like this. We're getting some good feedback. Up the
0: ante on our guests, Much better than
1: Mick or Adam. (laughs) And if you don't like that Mick or Adam, say something about it. Well, yeah. You better come back and do another episode. This way we'll know how if they listen or not, because (laughs) I've insulted them and we'll see if they fire back. Good call. Yeah. Uh, should we talk about next week? Yeah, next week, episode nine. Yeah, cranking them out. We're going to um, we're going to crack the ton. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll ten. get there. We'll get the double digits. <laughs> uh, we're going to be joined by a friend called Ewan, uh, and he is going to be discussing movies uh, that have Gene Wilder in Gene them. Gene Wilder, yeah, it's something we've talked about for a while. We want to do a bit of a nod to the to the legend to the that passed man. away this year, unfortunately. Yeah. So I believe we settled on the bla- uh, Blazing Saddles, yep. uh, Young Frankenstein. And see he no evil, hear no evil. My personal favourite. Uh, yeah, I'm pumped. I've probably already watched these three this year, anyway, but I'll happily <laughs> yeah, go back and watch them again. To roll them out again. Yeah, Try episode. not to end up a blubbering mess.
0: Yeah, I know how you like to. to
1: cry. I do like to cry. I'm black Sheriff, I mean, you just don't see that in movies. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to those movies. You uh, will be joining us, um, yeah, episode 109.
0: Yeah, that'll be it.
1: Yeah, um, if you want to contact us.
0: Hit us up on Facebook at scene three podcast or get us on the email at scene podcast at gmail.com. Email, email, email. Ones that we can read out though. Yeah. Don't just send us profanities.
1: Oh no, send us everything. I'm I'm all for everything. No, you still send them. We just You can't know read I crave instant gratifications, so please. <laughs> Facebook, email, anything. Um, thank you again, Nat. It's been a pleasure. Welcome. Thank, thank you for you joining down. us. I like to think that we, you know, all of our guests learn something when they come on the show.
2: I've learned that there is a very long list of movies that I need to see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're not helping the problem. Yeah. No. We're only going to make it <laughs> worse. <laughs> let's get out of here before we make it even worse. All right, let's catch you next week, guys. See you later. Bye.